Warning, the following audio contains various high fantasy Dungeons and Dragons adventures, which can include foul language, strong ale, highly suggestive situations, and extreme fantasy violence. You have been warned. Hello and welcome to the Pen and Paper Pod. Guys, how are you doing this week and welcome back. I'm so excited to get back to our adventure after our climax last week that we lost Ed for a little bit, but we managed to uh, finally crash the Indomitable. How are you gentlemen doing? Good man. Better than two weeks ago. Yeah. Are you feeling okay, Ed? You feeling better? Um... Yes. Subjective, but yes. Subjectively, but yes. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're joined here tonight with uh, Scree the Kinku Rogue, played by Trevor Flynn. How are you, Trevor? I'm good. And of course, we're also joined here by uh, Tanner playing Ash Fallbright, the half-elf sorcerer. How are you? I am amazing. You are amazing. You're perfect. And we're, of course, we've joined by Chuck Angus, uh, the terrifying Minifar barbarian. How are you, Chuck? Um, I'm okay. Thank you for asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go through here. I got a couple of questions and an intro to talk about it. We're just going to recap the previous arc. We just finished an arc. This is a great time to be joining it on the adventures of our villains as they become member, full-fledged members of Dark and try to bring evil and death to the world. Or I don't know what your goals are. We'll get to that in a minute, but we'll talk about it in a second. But first up, we got to co- talk to you guys about a couple. Ooh, um, we got to talk to you guys about a couple of things. Uh, yeah. Hello. And welcome. Uh, if you want to head on over to at Twitter and Facebook, we're at pen and paper pod you can check out all our stuff over there we're really trying to do some things we're going to be doing some giveaways in the next couple weeks in our twitch chat as well as uh, on uh our facebook and twitter so definitely go over there give us likes give us views we'd really appreciate the help and support and just general commentary and stuff uh trying to get this up and running tell your friends give us some support and yeah also check out our uh our podcast feed where we have previous episodes of our last campaign going up we're gonna catch up we're gonna get we're gonna get there i am very serious about it we're gonna get caught up to the existing stream so these come out one week after this stream is so get ready for that we're doing a lot of like remastering work right now it's a pretty exciting time to be part of this yeah so check that out and head on over there uh yeah gentlemen uh are you ready for a quick recap of last time i am for sure and are we doing the recap yes. yes you are doing the recap so let's go ahead and start with you trevor tell us why and what happened when you guys decided to go north to the northern orc tribe oh man uh well we were uh seeking the uh ancient artifact as well as a kind of parlay between the uh, mind flare that kind of holds our brains hostage and the orc kin um, we ended up having to kill a Wendigo for them to, uh, free the grip of frost from, uh, sailing their ships out from under the terror of the indomitable airship, which is, uh, part of the whole, uh, slave trade, uh, domination of the kingdom of, uh, Camelon and, uh, headed up by Lord Eticus and his, uh, dragon lady, Lady Vasily. His oh, yeah. No, no, no. Lady Grimtooth was the dragon. Lady Grimtooth. Sorry. Lady, yeah. Lady Vasily is the person he married. Lady Grimtooth is the person he's actually into. That, that well, was a... well done so far. Uh, and you guys went to their wedding, actually. You guys got the, I believe, Scree caught the bouquet. Did you catch the bouquet? No, you did not, there... but it's okay. Uh, I was is that in your inventory? 
I added it post haste. <laughs> uh, Tanner, let's get a, actually let's start with you, Ed, a little bit. While you were at the party, a lot of shit went down. What happened? Um, everyone got drunk and I got vaporized to the little worm speck that I am. Talk a little bit about that worm bit. What what happened? Um, well, Chuck Angus was intoxicated and was trying to socialize, but she never really does. So he said something that was kind of inappropriate. You called one of my peak player characters voluptuous. Just as the record, if you call a, like a lady in my game voluptuous, I'm probably going to kill you. Just case in she point. She was in an extravagant gown and she is subjectively pretty. So I'm pretty sure she, that was not a bad descriptor for her i just don't think anybody and yeah, we've established this that in any context this is just not an appropriate thing to probably say chuck so whatever but it's chuck so here you go uh yeah so anyways chuck got uh, vaporized and then they uh, uh channer you guys had to do something to save him what happened yeah we had to use our only diamond that we were going to use for our revivify spell and use it to cast an alter self that lasts forever and you yeah, and you managed yeah. to, I think, kidnap somebody and kill them uh, and alter them into Chuck's new body. I mean, oh, yeah. did that... we kill him? We we just got some drunken soldier and stuck me in his ear and then I usurped his mind because he was a fool. Yeah, you ate his sure. memory and mind and consciousness. So the continuous personification of that person no longer exists. So good job, Chuck. So you're piloting a vegetable, really? Yeah. You murderer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, that's why I went to to, to interdimensional jail. Like, murder is not not going to weigh on my conscience. It's true. It's true. Anyways, let's go ahead and continue on, you guys. Having saved Chuck from certain death headed north, uh, what happened up there, uh, Scree? Um, well, uh, Chuck picked another fight with the giant this time after we... Uh, tried to open negotiations with half Dan and the uh, frost giants. There was a force working against us on the other side. So that uh, I forget his name, red Jack, I think it was so that uh, helped that spur that conflict. Uh, But we came out of it. All right. And um, found out we had to go defeat the Wendigo uh, to get him out of the, uh, you know, to help the orcs out in order to, uh, secure the uh, alliance front with uh, with uh, Half Dan. Mm-hmm. For the record, I didn't pick a fight with the giant. He requested a fight with me. And what was going to say? No? You actually insulted yes. his mother, if I'm being entirely honest. You literally insulted his mother. And did then, I insult his mother? Yes, you did. You insulted his mother and then expected him to not pick a fight with you. So I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> well... However, I insulted her. She probably deserved it. I also want to say for the record as the DM before I killed Chuck, I said, this is like a level 20 player character before I, he said voluptuous. So he knew that. She saying. requested the duel with me. Yeah. And the, the answer to that is kowtow and be like, no, but you know, it's okay. It's whatever. Anyways, y'all proceeded on then to uh, go and stop the wind to go. Uh, you had to, you were able to get the help of half Dan who lent you a mighty hammer to Chuck Angus. Uh, a special note here is in the previous session. Uh, we actually messed up a little bit. Chuck was hitting significantly harder than he should have been because somebody forgot. to. Re- 
It is literally your fault, but that's okay. No, <laughs> circle back it's a to that. Shared blame, Jack. It's not a shared blame. You're it's responsible. Blame. All right, we've established you're responsible for your character sheet. I'm not going to slow walk you through it. But the thing that happened is that we left a uh, giant strength on for Ed. So unfortunately, his strength was about a 25. So he's hitting significantly harder than he should. Anything. You literally did like 90% of the damage in that match on Lot and the and the, and the the Wendigo, so it's fine. How many crit fails did I get? You got a lot of crit fails, I'm not going to lie, but that has nothing to do with giant strength. That has to do with wisdom, which I'm really glad I made out. that weapon. It was really it was pretty epic, though, because it, it didn't affect the, your ability to pick up the hammer because you had to make the crit save uh, to pick up the hammer, and the only time you actually made the save is during the fucking fight with the Wendigo. <laughs> so it was pretty clutch right there, and nothing about giant strength would have helped that. So you still made managed to survive uh yeah and i'm just gonna be making it harder as we go because <laughs> all right now let's go ahead and get on to the next thing uh chuck explain to me what happened the morning after you guys defeated the wendigo and what you guys headed off to do i wasn't there for that yeah you were after we defeated the wendigo yeah after we defeated the wendigo you spent the you were there the for like 90 percent of the session Oh, so I didn't. Oh, so I. Did we get onto that airship? It's <laughs> a great question. Oh, yeah, man, of course. T- title right. of the episode. Right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I thought. Yeah, how could I forget Deb? I thought I left mid fight with the Wendigo. No, you didn't. You left at mid fight with the airship. With Glad the- it's memorable. You're really hurting my feelings here. All right, anyways, moving on. <laughs> so- I was in pain. Uh, it's all right. You were, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, our group of uh, intrepid adventurers got on the back of the Mendigo, flew off. Uh, Half Dan ran a diversion. They managed to board the thing. They defied the Kingfisher, the Dragoon. You guys managed to fucking crush him and crush that fight. Uh, more so than the Wendigo, I think that was the fight that I was like, this should have been a lot more difficult. You guys managed to do it. Sneaking him up to the front deck, you managed to blow up the Indomitable and raging his. Uh, and you actually managed to blow up the ship, killing a uh, lot. Uh, and then a couple of other things happened. Uh, so uh, uh, Tanner or Trevor, you can take it away here and tell Ed what happened after they blew up the ship and Ed had to go pee. Uh, I'll go. So uh, enraged, she breaks, uh, um, she goes into her human form and she breaks the spear that uh, Lot was using to reveal a green pointed at like a dagger or like a, like a sharp rock i guess it was a it was a if you can name the object and the color of it i'll i'll give you inspiration something of jealousy yeah it was was green it was was a green key similar to the key key you took out of the wendigo you took a black key from the wendigo and it had a green key Hmm. and she Uh, plugged it into herself and uh transformed oh but not just transform she grew like two dragon heads off her shoulder blades and they cut her. They, they, the other two ate her head. Yeah. And it was looking crazy. Yeah. And before that, this is actually at the end. This is actually, you guys didn't see this technically happen because uh, when she attacked the ship, uh, they actually had a battle with her, managed to fight her off, and then Lord Venom stand up and spit acid onto her wing. Uh, Chuck Angus was not present because he's been frozen solid to the deck of the ship because she blew, she had used her ice breath on you. So you've been frozen solid to the deck of the Bangarang for maybe a couple hours now. How, how did it get frozen? I'm so hot, though. Yeah. Hey. Okay. <laughs> 
All right, gentlemen, I'm going to go ahead for that. That was a lot to recap in the whole session. I'm going to try to write up a little bit more of a nice recession recap to do next time. But for right now, uh, yeah, you all get inspiration. Even you, Chuck, you tried. (laughs) That's what counts. Doesn't feel like it, but thanks. It really didn't feel like you tried. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, are you ready to begin uh, our next art, the Keeper City Blues? Sure. And again, the what city blues? We'll get Keeper City Blues. Keeper City Blues. All right. Nice, I hear it. It's a dark night in the chemical of all the capital city of Camelon, where you all were banished to the void and the current headquarters for the Order of the Kingfisher. Lady Sejanus, fresh from lands, uh, lands whisper quiet in the courtyard of a large sprawling complex, descended on butterfly wings that fold around her into a road. She huffs, not seeing any servants about this late to receive her, and withdraws a key to let herself into the atrium. She proceeds through several well-decorated chambers to a massive, ornate hall. The walls are lined with banners of the Kingfisher Knights. A blue bird with orange coloring on its wings, with a fish line extended from its beak, and a bloody wound on its abdomen. Along the base of the tapestries and banner are twelve massive fireplaces roaring with ever-present magical fires. The room is sparse for a small mahogany conference table at the center with seven chairs. Each chair is backed with silver that sports a mirror finish and a crest emblazoned on it with the kingfisher designed with the superimposed crest of the knight it's intended for. Lady Sebastianus pulls out her chair into the right side of the head of the table. Her crest is a rainbow butterfly polished to perfection, crossed with a red key. She sits and places a hand on the small orb in the center of the station. The mirror surface on four of the other chairs begin to fog over like condensation before revealing four shadowy figures already deep in a conversation. Sorry I'm late. I had to teleport back from the crash site. A deep resonating voice comes from the chair at the head of the table under the seal of a gold sword and a black key. Do you have a report for us, Knight of the Butterfly? Yes, Lot is dead. He was burned alive in the crash, and it appears his daughter attempted to kill her attackers, but was grievously wounded. A lady under the crest... Hold on. Sorry, this is going to take a minute to... I have some new toys, obviously. A lady under the crest of a gold triangle and a white key with a whisper-soft voice cuts in. Were you able to recover his key and the gluttony key? No. It appears that the Dark Agents were able to kill the Wendigo and recover the Sin Key of Gluttony, which means it's not in their hands as opposed to the Cult of Suffering. There is also a rumor that they have found and recovered the Sea Axe, which is most certainly troubling. As for the Sin Key of Jealousy, I found Lot's Dragon Lance cracked open. It appears Lady Grimtooth used the key on herself. A short man with an unpleasant voice cuts through the conversation. He sits under the seal of gold gear and a gold key. Eh, that was her, what was her ab reaction like? Was her transformation interesting? What wonderful creature has the green key yielded? 
she grew two extra heads that immediately began to dominate and torture her. I have captured and restrained her. Not quite sure what we can do for her now. We can always use more... <laughs> research subjects. God, Glick. A man, a lanky man in robes under the sign of a white quill and a purple key speaks up. For fucking Christ, you went to her christening. Sorry, now he did not say Christ, because that is not in this universe. Uh, our friend is dead and you want to cut his kid open? Fuck you. I choose to find the good in every situation. <laughs> Enough. We will monitor the situation, learn from it what we can, and we will find a way to help our friend. Though I fear at this point only vengeance may help her. Sejanus, what do you know about Lot's killers? Not much at this time. They were three demi-humans. I believe them to be three of the same demi-humans that of the group of six that broke out of the Void prison and triggered the failsafe that killed thousands of prisoners. I believe Lord Venom has his hands all over this, if I'm not mistaken. Supposedly the three at their place were an elf, a bird cannon, and a minotaur. The head ma the, uh, the wizard robed wizard speaks up. I thought you were at the wedding. A minotaur didn't stick out to you? I killed the only minotaur there at the wedding who, after he insulted me. I would urge you all to take into account all this information as secondary sources as Lady Grimtooth is still indisposed at this time. Have we any idea where they are headed? Darkfall isn't far from there. They will not be able to affect anything there without the other Sin Keys. As far as we know, they only have the Gluttony Key. They will come to us in due time. When they do, we will kill them. While I loved him dearly, Lot was certainly the least of us in terms of strength. Let us move on with more important matters. Helena, report. How is the recovery effort of Barghul's cask and Keeper City going? It proceeds. The Sanguinum family have, con have been convinced to sell the cask to the Keeper City Trading Company through cutouts. I will help facilitate the process and at the Radagio Casino that own that in one day's time. The company has been reticent about their involvement and help, and it would help significantly if one of the most famous shareholders were to make an appearance. I'm too busy. Research at Fargo Nas is at a critical juncture. If we are to discover what lies beneath, I must have my attention undivided. Lord Garrick, your research is not so critical that you cannot spare a single moment for the festivities. Your teleporter can have you there and back with a little time. Indeed, perhaps the time will allow you insights upon your return to your work. I doubt it, but my king has a point. Fine. I will attend. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, everybody looks around, and uh, then the seated dark figure at the head says, That is all. I believe we have more than enough to be getting on with. The chair is clear, except for the one at the head under the cross, sword, and key. A moment of your time, Selena. 
Yes, Cam? Did anything seem wrong with Helena? Not especially, Cam. She is her usual, bitchier, holier-than-thou self. Recent reports from Keeper City have me concerned. Would you be willing to attend the party as well as a surprise guest? I don't see why that would be necessary. Other inquisitorial agents could be tasked for it. Should we really have three kingfishers in one place after one of us died? I believe the risk is warranted. She would be much less likely to betray us with your eyes directly on her. We need to ensure that the secrets of Darkfall aren't exposed by her. Given her changed nature, I find her unpredictability unacceptable. Understood, Cam. I will be there. Sorry about that. I had to stop the sounds. All right. Uh, also, if you can't tell this week, we got a soundboard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah we're trying it. Let us know what you think of the soundboard, guys, in the Twitch chat. We really appreciate that. All right, gentlemen, back to the deck. So now that we've had that long ass title sequence take over everything, I really appreciate you guys bearing with me to tell that story like I wanted to. Uh, but uh, now we're coming back here to the deck of the Bangarang. And uh, yeah, instruments are playing in the background. Uh, so Chuck, this is from your perspective. Uh, ice surrounds you. You're entirely as you as you come back to consciousness, you feel bone cold, uh, and it seems to be cracking in front of you as it melts away. Go ahead, Chuck. Um, while I was frozen, was I like privy to what was going on? Could I hear stuff? Could I see stuff? Or was I no? Like, you were you were unconscious when you're frozen, so you gotcha. did not you you don't know what's happened. Uh, which is just like in reality. Uh, yeah. as, as as the ice comes back and melts away, you fall forward under the deck of the Bangarang. Uh, the deck is alive with a party. Uh, Cobalt musicians play a jibe, uh, sorry, play a uh, play a bunch of kind of a tavern song in the background. Uh, several uh, several cups uh, casks of ale have been set out with uh, people free flowing ale and drinking on the deck. Uh, the manticore seem to be playing a, a game with knuckle bones in the corner. They literally are all surrounded giant manticores playing a game. Uh, Oreg and Yoreg have set up a bunch of glasses with co- with the small coins that seem to be bouncing the coins into the glasses and drinking heavily. Uh, in front of you, Kimberly stands with the device directly in front of you. Uh, she seems to be uh, holding the device up to the ice, trying to melt it. Uh, Scree and Ash are since standing behind her. Uh, Scree's got a little blanket for you, and Ash has a mug. Actually, I don't want to put that words in your mouth. Do you guys come up to help at Chuck, or do you give a shit? No. <laughs> just like shaved my ass enough times i'll i'll uh i'll be there whistling a tune or something I don't know. yeah no blanket and, and mug a hot cider <laughs> <laughs> all right uh chuck you're now uh dispersed from the ice he says and uh kimberly says i took long enough you guys feeling okay why i can't hear you are you are we doing okay are you who? What? Who do? Who did I kill? What? What victories have I brought? You literally didn't kill anybody. So. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I killed someone. You did okay. You were a really big target for her. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Sing my praises. Yep. You did good. Check Angus. Big ass target. 
Does uh, um, does does the street have blanket or cider or something? Do you? I don't know if I uh, no, I'm not. I don't think I'm that that affectionate what, quite yet. What kind of device did that Kimberly used to melt the the ice with? Can I grab that and just kind of like continue to like self heat myself? Hey, hey, don't grab that. You're gonna burn yourself. Uh, do it anyway. <laughs> All right, yeah, you're able to pick up the uh, device. Uh, hold on. Uh, uh, sorry, guys. Apologies. There's a couple of notes. It's causing a beep every time I change. I turn the system on, which I don't want to be happening. It's my bad to the beeps. We're f- going to figure this out more as we go. Uh, oh, thanks. Oh, you guys wouldn't hear it. It's not. It's not no, your end. Yeah. It's coming through on your audio separate from my audio. So it's it's like a it's kind of how I do the shitty audio system. Anyways, uh, thanks, Megan. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So you managed to grab the heater, hold it up to yourself. It's just like a literally a like a hot box. So that's that's terrible. Uh, it's literally just like a box. You're able to hold up and warm yourself over. Uh, Kimberly gives you a blanket and takes her heater back from you. And she's just just jumping up and down. Uh I'm cold, and I clearly have, have earned this prize, and I don't like that. I'm shit. Give me that box. I don't want you to have it. I don't. I don't buy it. Take the blanket and go, and just kind of shuffle, shuffle off to. Is is I look? I look around. Is there like a fireplace anywhere? Uh, Kimberly gestures to you. Yeah. Lord Venom wanted to see you. Why don't you guys head down? He, uh, Yimmick's working on a special meal for you. I hope it's soup. And I start to meander off. Ash, Scree, what are you doing? Sorry. Ash, Scree, what are you guys doing? Uh, I'm not one to turn down a free meal. Go down there. Sure. I feel like Kimberly would have said that either. Like, just turned it on. Like, what are you doing? Okay. Uh, I have the map in the background, so let me go ahead and switch that up. Uh, oh, I had this really cool graphic for the meeting room. I, I just need to remember I have that. Get the ship in the background. Okay. Uh, you guys are headed down on the airship, uh, down into the deck, and you're ushered, ushered, <laughs> ushered. You're ushered into a chamber. Uh, you know, as you guys remember through the way on the ship. Let me just grab you guys, bring you over here to the ship. You're ushered into a chamber. Uh, you see that Nihilor was on the deck below. Uh, sorry, Zelix. And you guys uh, come into the next room. You see that Half Dan is sitting at a table having a glass of wine uh, with uh, Lord Venom. And they are just talking calmly in the background. Uh, yeah. Uh, do you guys knock or go in? Or you kind of you just see the doors open? I go in and I look to see if there's a fireplace. I think there was a fireplace in there last time. There is. There's a there's a nice like kind of a warm. It's kind of more of an oven. It's like a like a ship's heater. So they like it's like a like a stovetop oven type of thing that's got been burning. You can just sit right by that. You're in the next room. Like the room beyond you is like Kimberly's forge room, which has like a like a like literally has her forge in there. So the room in there is actually very hot. You're quickly warmed up pretty easily. Word. I still want to go up to the source of the heat. Get like right in front of it. Drop trowel like. Like shielding Drop myself with the blanket, shielding myself with the blanket so no one sees. But I gotta, I gotta warm up my bits, man. I was frozen solid. The toasty bun. Guess I'll Ooh, that's walk next. Walk over, 
keep my distance from whatever Chuck's doing, but warm my tail feathers a bit. Oh, you're getting toasty buttons. Uh, I'll walk in and just go sit down at the table. Yeah. All right. You guys go over and uh, Lord Venom's going to uh, pipe up. Good of you gentlemen to join me. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, Half 10 was just leaving, I believe. Uh, yes. Uh, I wanted to thank you gentlemen. Without you, my people would be dead. And uh, as compensation to Dark for all your good efforts, uh, I'm going to have Oreg and Yurig stay on and help tend and lead your metacores here as well as part of the Bangarang crew so that they can help you on future missions. Uh, I look forward to a pleasant alliance, gentlemen. Uh, getting all warm and toasty. I'll, yeah. I'll pull up my pants now. Yeah, that was really weird, man. Just, oh yeah, by the way, uh, you know, mind if I get that hammer back? I thought you, it's already out of my inventory. <laughs> you took it already. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> Thank you, love. Uh, so yeah. You're he, welcome, uh, sweetie. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you asked for the hammer, I guess I gave it back yeah. to you. It was appropriate. Anyways, appropriate. yeah, he's just gonna reach out and it's gonna Thor's hammer style fly away from you unless you want to contest it, Ed, uh, to his hand. Um, yeah, I'll try contesting it. Why not? Go ahead. Roll me, uh, roll me I guess, wisdom. Wisdom? Saving throw? Or straight wisdom? Straight wisdom. And he has a leader trait, so he's going to have this with advantage. Uh, he succeeds. No, he doesn't. Uh, it doesn't leave your hand. He's going to look at you for once, and he's just going to say, Chuck, I need that. Yeah, well, clearly I also need it. We're at war, son. He's going to turn to... He's going to turn to... Uh, uh... Venom and say, are you willing to throw the deal away on t- stealing my hammer? I lent it to you fairly. <sighs> Chuck does a big sigh and is like, fine. I tried, I worked really hard to get this, okay? I love how the only time you pass that wisdom saving throw is like, during this for a contestant. So he takes it back from you and, uh, and then he just, he kind of harumps less pleasant on the out and he just leaves alright and now you guys are alone in the room with uh, Venom so I, I heard there was food is it soup uh. Yimmick's making us steaks we're gonna have some nice steaks for you gentlemen wanted to take a time to sit down and uh, talk about what just happened and what you guys were able to do for us and how much we appreciated that and maybe possibly what we could do for you in the future. Uh, real quick, uh, remind me, did we drink our potions already? No, you guys all have a, po- a health potion. No, not health potion. The potion to not have our mind slugs. Uh, you yeah. have not got it from him yet. No, I, I thought, thought he, he did. Before the yeah, battle. He gave it to you during the Wendigo, yeah. I guess you, you guys didn't tell me if you drank them or not. Oh. I would assume you would. But. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want to double check. 
Alrighty, uh, let's go ahead. see what's happening in the room all right yeah you guys hear the distant creaks of the airship and from the distance as well as the kind of the party up on the top of the deck and the distant music and as you guys get in there you see gimmicks comes in through the front door and he's going to bring in a plate he's going to bring in a, like a prime rib roast and he's going to just put it down on the table throw down some broccoli rob maybe get you guys some like uh, au gratin potatoes and like a roasted tray with a little nice gruyere slashed across the top a little bit of green onions across it. Then he's going to go ahead and cut you all uh, roasts, and he's going to say, uh, uh, who, who wants, what, uh, how do you want your steak? Uh, Ash, how do you want your steak? Uh, rare. And he cuts you the center rare piece. Jack, do you eat steak? Sorry, is this, like, offensive? Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have it cooked medium at, and yeah, like Chuck, like when he's watching that steak is like contemplating all like, is, is this, is this okay? But then also realizes I, I ate a frost giant, which apparently was a sentient being and I don't know, dude, I, just, just, just cook it. Not, not too bloody. That'll be fine. We have not had enough time to deal with the fact that you committed cannibalism and other things, such crimes. This is yeah, playing fast and loose here, but sure. Okay. Oh, yeah, let me, get, let, me get you, let me get you that. And he's going to cut you this. He's like, here's your wimpy steak. It's too done, but, you know, I'm, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Uh, was this a sentient being? Yeah, it's a cow. It's, like, quiet in the cabin, and everybody's just, like, looking at you. And uh, I would assume in most things, if I serve you food, it didn't used to be sentient. Uh, do I? Do we need to have a conversation, uh, Chuck? Are you cannibalizing people? I mean, I, I know that's not—that's kind of normal for minotaurs, or I, I suppose it was in the myth they ate people, right? Uh, uh, I was frozen. That was no, frozen. No, today. no, no, no! Totally, totally understand. Rough day, rough day for everybody. I get it, I get it. Sorry, just, just see. It's, I promise you, it came from a, it came from like an auric. It's like kind of this yak thing that lives on the slopes. We just cut it up, really good cut of meat. You know, a little bit more stringy than you like, but uh, yeah, good, good cut of meat. Uh, did, did, did it have a name? Uh, if you choose to believe that, uh, maybe something like Ed. Maybe that's good. I just poke at it and just. I was like, I, I gotta stop asking questions. That was frozen today. Scree, what do you want? What, what, what do you want? Uh, I'll have what he's having. Are you sure about that? You want an orgasm? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> sorry. Who uh, doesn't? <laughs> right. You want medium rare? Um, what? I. Chuck, did you order medium or medium rare? Yeah, or medium. Yeah, medium. Medium's fine. Uh, uh. He's going to cut you a medium piece, and then he's going to get, like, the rare... He's going to, like, get a r- really rare-ass piece for uh, Lord Venom. He's going to serve you, and he's going to head out of the cabin. And uh, and uh, Lord Venom's going to just uh, sit for a second as he just, like, cuts into his piece, and you guys are just going to eat. And he's going to pop open a, uh, two bottles of wine, set them on the table start pouring out the wine 
You guys gonna drink and enjoy? Uh, yes. Yes. I am. Sure. I need to drown my fucking misery. All right, you guys are able to kind of just enjoy yourselves for a couple minutes here, just eating uh, before uh, Venom is kind of going to uh, uh, kind of push his plate back and said, uh, really glad we got the opportunity to give you guys that meal. Uh, I wanted to talk to you three. I hate to say this out loud, but uh, unfortunately, you all are now the most successful Members of Dark that have ever existed. <laughs> That's uh, that's really, fucking sad. It is, it's, it is kind of sad. Okay, it's yeah, we fail sad. a lot. Yeah, we. Yeah, I. I'm pretty sure I died like three times. Uh, and we're successful. Yeah, I. I don't know, guys. I, we're just trying our best here, and y'all managed to really turn the tides back there. And you, and you really like we. We haven't been able to kill a kingfisher since all of the demon generals were together and were able to kill the paladin. Uh, so, good job is all I'm saying. I mean, I guess the question now is, now that you guys have your antidotes to the Mind Flayer continuing on, you have a month, you don't necessarily have to stay here. You can go off and try to seek your fortunes elsewhere else and try to seek survival if you wanted to. Uh, I'm not super inclined to try to stop you. I think. Do the some potions sort of have a shelf life? Horse, no, if you can take it. I mean, you should take it now. No, I'm, I'm saying, if I if I keep doing missions for potion and stockpile roughly twelve, and I can have a year off, do they go back? Is there an expiration date? You'd have to ask Zelix. I I'm sure. I'm not sure if Zelix. Zelix uh, is actually going to come down. He's actually going to. This sort of come down from the thing, and he's going to pop in through the cabinet. And, uh, yeah. Here is my Zelix voice. Yes, Chuck. Do, do the worm potions have a shelf life? Not as far as I can tell. They may be good for up to two years or so. Thank you. So like most standard medications. I'm going to go gorge myself on the Oryx brain. Ooh, tasty. He just like walks away. Uh, yeah. Uh, Lord Venom's looking back to you. He's like, I wanted to just have this discussion now. Uh, I wonder if you guys had any questions about our operation and whether or not we could bring you into the actual fold more or offer you things past just your survival. Well, I mean, the demon remnant, demon army remnant knights didn't take much uh, liking to my species, correct? Like, like once you guys are in power, like I'm on the chopping block, correct? Where do you, where are you getting this head? I I thought they were not into the the the. I could be wrong. I thought that was a thing that like no, never. They've they've always even from cards. prison. It was like we'll help them, but like they technically didn't like um, species. Our species. Or, it could be. 
Beastkin. Thank yeah, you. The Beastkin. I, there was never any like anti Beastkin thing. You guys didn't fight on the war in the wars with them. You probably like your species helped, but they don't like have speciesism down. That's as far as you can tell. Like they haven't had anything against Minotaurs. Minotaurs didn't fight with or with anyone. You were you were Ireland. An Irish Minotaur. Yeah. Huh. Roll roll history check actually real fast, Ed. Do 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 do. History. Yeah, uh, you know f- fairly effectively that most minotaurs and beasts can live on the continent of Labelle and Minos. Minos being the small continent that's where minotaurs mostly live. Uh, typically, what happens with uh, Minos is that uh, they're pretty pretty isolationists. So minotaurs are rare outside of Minos. Uh, a lot of people don't tip to fuck with you. You guys don't really have like a very advanced society, but it is typically like. You're kept to yourself there. Uh, yeah, but uh, so you weren't involved in the majority of the wars that have taken place. So you're kind of people. People probably bear a lot of prejudice against you for being kind of probably thinking the Minotaurs are stupid or just like, you know, bulky or like a lot of times like the original, like a, any sort of prejudice based off the myth of Minotaurs in Greece, I would say, is kind of accurate. So like stuff like they think you might be cannibals, which you are a cannibal. So I don't. Technically, but no, I didn't eat a, another minotaur. That's I true. Ate... Technically, you eat sentient species, though. I think cannibalism isn't about speciesism. I think you can be a cannibal if we ate an alien. You might be a cannibal. Am I wrong about that? Is that just definitionally wrong? I, I think cannibalism is when you eat your own species. Is it, so what is it when you just eat sentient species? Because technically, uh, I guess... Carnivore? People... No, but like, I guess technically, yeah, I'd eat a dolphin. That's illegal. That's, yeah, not. I mean, not in Japan. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, I guess also, if if you eat like monkeys and apes and gorillas, that's that's a no no. But like, it's not cannibalism. It's just fucked up. These are the real D and D questions. <laughs> this is quite a conversation. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, no, so for the most part, yeah, he's not going to, like, Dark, you, you actually haven't really particularly asked him. No one's really engaged with him. I think this is an opportunity for you guys to ask a bunch of questions of him if you want to. So I guess what questions do you guys want to ask? What do you want to know? Because you don't actually physically know what Dark's goals are, other than reassert, reasserting, like, racial dominance based on, like, orcs and, like, the people that led him before. But Bargul was a human, so you're not exactly sure what the goal was other than mass mayhem. Do you guys have a pamphlet or something? Nice little trifold. Yeah, something, something that we can get a better what understanding of what we're what actually doing. doing. Well... Literature. You guys need propaganda. What's you your mission statement? What do you see as your brand? What is dark all about? You guys need a good PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> That's what you're lacking right now. Oh, shoot. Man. I'm not going to do PowerPoint ever. Oh, and just for the record, this is from Megan from building stack exchange. If a man ate a non-human sentient species, he would be seen as a monster to them and maybe even other humans, humans eating other humans. That is cannibalism. Thank you, Megan. Good. So good, I'm a good monster. You're a monster. <laughs> uh, uh, so... The question here is how much can we trust you and give out information at this point as 
there's a little bit there's kind of a lot of uh, information that we need to tell you and kind of some stuff that I'm not exactly super excited to share at this time. So, yes, uh, Dark is clearly just a small organization now, uh, but we're generally devoted to the rise or re-rise of the Demon King's army. And to a smaller extent, and the missions that you guys have partaken of, uh, the return of Bargul. That was your buddy, right? Yes, he was. You guys were close. He was my buddy. Were you more than buddies? Lovers? I like to think that, uh, I like to think that we were as close as people could be. Okay. Uh... Also, that's a very rude question. Can you just, like, you know, what if I was? Like, come on. It's not... We're all bros here. I was frozen today. Yeah, that your excuses are over, Chuck. Come on, get it in line. <laughs> I just ate a, a steak. Ask just a question. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I was just—I was just defending myself. It was just a question. No, no, no. I asked—I asked you to ask questions. So, go ahead. Uh, yeah. So, since as the most successful ever, dark to tooting the horn horn. Can we get these uh, illithids out of our brains? No, that just seems fair to me. We would try to, but the issue that has arisen is that as it has become clear based on Chuck's survival as, uh, uh, I think, as a Mind Flayer seed, is that your consciousness has been interwoven, existing between the brain and the creature inside you as such. I'm not exactly sure that there's any way to fix your situation outside of a, a overpowered wish spell that could maintain your consciousness and remove the slug at the same time. The person that you are as now as is now is in its own way made up. We were to remove the slugs forcibly outside of the damage that they could physically do to your brain. Most likely a portion of your consciousness has been subsumed by the slug and would cease to exist. Yeah, no, I'm I'm cool on that. I'm a pathetic human underneath this this spell that's only gonna last a year. Uh, no, you're a slab of beef, man. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, was, I don't know how you compliment a minotaur. It's hard. It, it, I appreciate the effort. I'm, I'm still bummed out that I was frozen today. No, no, I get you. I get you. Everybody has a bad day of fighting. I I get it. Had a bad week. It feels like. I actually did pretty good, but go ahead. Ash. Lord Lord Venom, this uh this spell you were asked or talking about, this wish. What what is that? Wish is in an ultra powerful spell. Uh a lot of times most the most powerful arc magi are able to cast it. You should be concerned because the context of certain wish spells and how they're cast can affect it. So depending on how typically it's just you say something and it happens. Depending upon how the spell is cast and the caster, it can be either the interpretation of how the spell happens can be very important. One of the things that we are attempting to collect and that I didn't want you to let Halfdan know, and he redraws, uh, do you guys have this, uh, do you have the key? Um, I would wish to see it. Uh, Scree has it. You mean this? (laughs) As he dramatically takes it out. (laughs) 
Yes. Is it just like it's a very evil thing? So uh, I imagine it just like screams or like yeah, it just darkens like, the room or something. Yeah, it's, I pull it out. Gandalf. Let's see if I got something Black for speech. it. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah. So it just uh, yeah, it just kind of gets darker in the room, and you're. Oh, like, sorry. Yeah, that was uh, that was something. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. I mean, what is this thing? Yeah, that is a sin key. That is the sin key of gluttony. There's like six more out there. Yes, typically they're held by the kingfishers. Six oh. more? Why are they six? Seven. How, how did you know that, Chuck? Yeah, what? How did I know that? Well, I mean, seven, seven sins are pretty, pretty typical. I don't know. Yeah. So oh, is it frozen today? What's happening? What oh, you're fro- oh, you're frozen. Sorry, I thought I, just <laughs> I thought somebody was frozen on Zoom. <laughs> My bad. Zoom. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. So no. if I hold on to this key, am I going to start eating a lot? More no. Usual? Typically, if you hold the key to the chest, you'll see a personification of a keyhole appear. If you were to plug it into yourself and then turn, it would unlock the gluttony within your heart and probably cause you to do really bad shit. Hey, Gus, what happened when I was frozen? Did, did something really weird happen? I feel like something really weird happened. I mean, no more weird than the Wendigo thing happened, really. Um, Weirdest objective for us. Yeah, the... Did we not fill you in yet? I guess we didn't. We betrayed uh, Lord Oedicus and blew him up in his own ship and really pissed off his girlfriend slash daughter. That's (laughs) gross. Sweet. But accurate. (laughs) I'd chuckle and go like, fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Good Good going, Ash. It that, appears, was, that was great. It appears she recovered uh, the jealousy key from him. Typically, the kingfishers used the keys and weapons to power them. The keys were designed initially by Lord Barghul and used to power the Matrix of Suffering at Darkfall. What does that do? I don't know. Uh, it was Barghul's ultimate plan before he died. Uh, and then the kingfishers took the keys and used them in their weapons. So, uh, generally, the idea of dark is is that we're going to get the keys back. We're going to get the items necessary to resurrect Bargul, resurrect him, go north, open up the thing, and then use the matrix of suffering. Because I think it's like some sort of wish granting device where it can grant a shitload of wishes or something. He wasn't exactly like always like upfront with that kind of shit. But you trusted him. I do trust. Him. You do trust him. I do trust him. Heart, body, and I assume you have a soul. Uh, that's the difficulty. The items that are required to restore him are first, and he lifts up a package onto the desk and unfolds it, and you see the sea act. And, uh, yeah, the sea axe is, uh, it's just, uh, it's just there. It's like, it's like, like to describe before, it's just a giant great axe with like a flute, like the half is like a flute with like holes where you can put your fingers of it. You saw Half Dan wielded it before and spikes came out of those holes and impales and it sucked his blood from those spikes. 
uh, at the back end of it where it normally would have a great axe and have a spike, it has like a hole where it can be played like an ocarina. Uh, the items that we would require to, to save him would be the cask of Barkhole, the sea axe, uh, an unknown item that Glim Garrick is researching at Fargo Nah. And then we would also require the Book of Vile Darkness. If we had those, we could return him to life. Nice, sounds like you got a lot of work to do. Unless you want to be involved, that is. Doesn't sound like that, sure. I guess it's the question is, how can I keep you gentlemen on board? I'm on board because I need potions, and in a year, I'm going to be a pathetic human again. So we have the option. I'm just not. I'm just extending it now. Just staying on board with us is. You can go about your way. I'm sorry that you got infected with the with the illithids, but got us out of prison. I'm not going to apologize for it. You just did though. Yeah, sorry for apologizing about the apology. I don't know. It's weird. Sorry, I'm I'm, I'm weird today, man. Check well, frozen. Well, Lord Venom. I am a big fan of wealth and power and influence. Can I get that? Yeah, we can get that. Literally, we're going to rule the fucking world, mate. Like, that's the plan here. The power is as it be. Our armies are destroyed. If we can get Bargul back, he can figure out how the fuck to work this thing, and we're going to take over the world. I don't know, man. It's going to be jazz and shit. Also, I'll give you 100 gold right now, just for a mission. How about that? Uh can't say no to that. Yep, Make it like gold, potions that keep you alive and not turning into illithids. Uh, yeah, great weaponry. It's a sales pitch, guys. Come on. Chuck Angus only like throws his fists down on the table and goes, "Find one of my bastard offspring so I can have his body." Please put your pants on, Chuck. That is a really weird pitch, but we will talk about that. Uh, wait, you want to steal his today. body? Yeah, I don't want to be a pathetic human underneath this. But that's going to kill your child. Yeah, I was going to do that anyway. Yep, kid. I have a Jesus. couple out there. Yeah. Let's, uh... Yeah, I had a life before I met you guys. Technically, we need to see if we have any of your old blood. We might be able to use it to track them down. Uh, that might be doable if we had your blood. I think your current blood would actually not... Technically, your offspring is no longer of your blood, so... I don't know if it's still, it might be child murder. Depending if it's grown up, it's not going to be child murder. Because technically it's not of your blood, so it doesn't count as, what is a child murder? Is it, uh, it's not fratricide. Fratricide's brother, patricide's parent. Enticide. Enticide. Oh, that's so, that's, oh, that's so, it sounds like infant. That's so bad. Chuck, are you sure about that? That sounds terrible. Yeah, no, he's a bastard for a reason. He he was magical worst out of me by some, Fucking elves! It's a long story. You know, point is, I was I was sent to jail for trying to exact my 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 revenge, and uh, now they can actually serve a purpose to me. It's dark. Okay, Screeze yes. usually standing. I am a member uh, of Dark. Yeah, Scree. I think I've kind of been standing in Chuck's shadow uh, as I tend to do, and I kind of like just take a little step to the left there for a second. It's almost thing to that. Um, 
I happen to be a uh, have an eye for the rare book or two. What can you tell me about this book of vile darkness? What's uh, what's the what's, what's it in is there? the book of all the worst possible shit imaginable? Evil magics from the old gods turn you into a lich, give you almost unconditional power, all sorts of shit. Just it is primo ass shit. We can turn into a lich? Yeah, absolutely. We just gotta kill a shitload of people. That's no problem. That's no problem. I didn't think it would be with this group. I, I got the sense from you guys. Uh, so all we gotta do is, yeah, we're gonna go... Get, uh, we got The book is in several places, but we gotta recover this. I sent our other group, Galel, Ammon, and Bag of Nails, down to Keeper City to recover the cask. Uh, we lost contact with them a while ago. I'll get you in on that. Uh, the And it is filicide. Filicide? No. Oh, I thought it was inticide. Yeah. No, F-I-L-I-C-I-D-E. This is fine. <laughs> we should know that offhand, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the book is in the majocracy, so we'd have to go to the majocracy to the scholarly, uh, to have to... Kind of a general idea is we're going to get you guys to infiltrate a school. You'll enroll and go to magic school and steal the book. Aren't we a little old to go to school? You're no. never too old to learn new things. <laughs> now, how can I tell that Trevor likes a pitch? Um, no, just, uh, no, Are we going to 21 Jump Street this? No, it's what, what's going to happen. Hey, young <laughs> Roll history, Chuck. Roll history. Sorry. You can hear my actual voice. I like the other voice. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, I was frozen today. She's <laughs> yeah, just, just not going well Wait, over. why did I do it? Oh, that was previous. Okay, so why did I do it twice? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fourteen. No, no, that's previous. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was that was previous. But so actually, far. give me give me a second. Do I do I? Uh, do, 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 do I have a real? No, I no, I don't. I, I'm not. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So the key to the majocracy is that the majocracy is owned by a by a student council. Everybody in the majocracy, the ruling class, are students who are magicians who study magic forever. So the whole place, the majocracy, is ruled by the scholar elite or the student council and the student council president. So literally, everybody at the majocracy is kids. You know, most people there are like 100 or 200 or 300 years old. Like, don't worry. They're all old wizards. You will fit right the fuck in. The only way you're not going to fit in is that you're too young. <laughs> uh, I also don't have magical abilities like like the wizard over here. This is down the road. I'm trying to get you access right now. There's a night school there too that we're going to be able to get you into. We think. I can be a knight. I know how to pitch shit, and I can wear some armor. It's a little bit more difficult than that. We'll get to that pitch later. Right now, I need you guys to talk about. We have a couple of a situation. We have a situation going on in Fargo Nah South, where we're they're trying to we're trying to excavate and find this artifact. But more importantly, Amon and Dragonails and Guile, the guys that helped you. And the Void are now missing. We sent them at their mission, and obviously of the two teams we sent out, you guys were far more successful. They're wondering if you would be willing to go help them and try to recover the cask of Barghul, which is also just a cask containing all the remains of him. Uh, yeah, we can go check that out. Uh, yes, especially if you can help me with my filicide and get me a decent uh, Minotaur body. I'm, I'm down. I have to work on that. I I have not agreed to that yet. I'm just putting that out there. I have 
not agree to that. Yet. <laughs> we're, we're in essence summoning an evil dark lord. It, oh, I'm sorry, I'm too evil for you. I feel like that's the least of our problem. Yes, fair, maybe. I we're, don't know. we're gonna have to murder a bunch of innocent, I'm assuming, strangers to possibly come a lich down the road. Someone might need that. Sure. I, no judgment. No judgment. If you want to kill and your own child, sounds like we'll judgment. Make, we'll make, we'll make, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, it kind of was. I'm just maybe a little bit. Sorry, Chuck. I didn't mean to judge your child murder. I, I can't say it with a straight face. Sorry, Chuck. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. So, question in hand. Uh, are you guys ready to take this up? Do this mission. Uh, how quickly do we have to turn around? You know, I was frozen today. We got a day, so you'll be able. We're in flight there now. We were going to try to recover them either way, whether or not you stayed on board. <sighs> how much do you guys know about Keeper City? Uh, that it's called Keeper City. Okay, roll me history, everybody. I got a 14. What kind of. Do I just uh, start Chuck, spouting knowledge? Chuck knows more about it. So, Chuck, you know that... Uh, all right, so Ash and Scree... Sorry. Ash and Scree, you guys know that uh, Keeper City is a very, very famous, like, steampunk-style cyber city where, like, gnomes uh, live and they build all this cool shit. Uh, so they build, like, lots of really great technology. The Indomitable was made at Keeper City uh, for Camelon. Uh, Chuck, you know that Keeper City used to be uh, part of the Duchy of Bavonia, where you guys were previously, and then be, uh, won independence just through all its cool tech and shit. And uh, also the Keeper City Trading Company, which is the kind of the whole, the main corporation as part of the city, runs the majority of the city, as well as uh, in general is just like, you know, think East India Trading Company. They run like a lot of shit around the world. Uh, and they just have a lot of trading, a lot of great shit going on for them. So, uh, yeah, they're not necessarily bad, but it is definitely corporate greed, that sort of thing. Uh, I yeah. regurgitate all of that to them. Mercantilism, if you will. I don't yeah. know, actually. That's more nation-state building. Go on. Yeah. We received a... Zelix received a message. Uh, somehow, unfortunately, communication was lost in them. Zelix is not even able to sense their... Uh, the location as well. I don't mean to tell you guys this, but Delix can sense the location of the spawn in your heads, generally. Uh, we've lost track of where the location was, and also he can't sense anything because he had other assets inside the city at the time. It seems that a big block has come over the city. We're na- not able to contact with any of the Illithid spawn or identify where they are. Uh, we're not able to tell how they're able to block that. Before this happened, though, we received a communication from Amon, Devil's Bond, who indicated that they were going to be that uh, the Sanguinum family, which uh, Robert Sanguinum was an older, was a member of the Barghul's council. He was a, Is he a vampire or something? Why would you say that? Uh, the, the name Sanguinum just sounds like blood. I mean, it's probably, a, I don't know, knew something. The fair assumption, I don't know. I, I, I don't know, man. It was like, you have to realize, this was the, like, like, Fargo's War Council was kind of a don't ask, don't tell situation, if you know what I mean. Like, it wasn't like, we weren't like walking in there, it was like, what flavor of monster are you? Like, obviously, I'm, you know, I spit acid. Like, come on, it's not, 
kind of rude to ask, but anyways. Anyways, a lot of the previous generals were trusted with the artifacts needed. He was trusted with the cask of Parkwell after the fact, but he seems to be selling it, or attempting to sell it to the Keeper City Trading Company. His family runs a casino uh, called the Radagio in Keeper City. The cask of Bargul, according to Amon, is being kept in the Radagio's vault, being prepared to be sold to the Keeper City Trading Company for research. Amon provided information as how we could get into the Radagio tomorrow night and uh, infiltrate, hopefully in the hopes of discovering and uh, capturing the cask and getting out easily. So it's, a, so it's a heist. It's a heist. Well, for the most part. So what do you want us to do? Are, are we just heisting? Are we you're infiltrating? Heisting, yes. Well, you're infiltrating. Uh, apparently, there is a... We're going to drop you. We're going to send you on Manticore back because we can't get close to Keeper City because they have a really, really great automated ballista that will be able to blow up a ship if we get too close. We'll send you in on Manticore back. You'll have to drop over the ocean. This is a, this is a port city, so you'll be able to drop over the ocean. We'll give you cloaks of manta rays that allow you to move at 60 feet underwater and breathe underwater, so you'll be able to, be able to scuba dive into the city's canal ways. Where there's a canal flux system, you'll be able to use the pump system underneath the cities to proceed into the skyscraper to get to the fourth, to the fourth level, where you'll be able to enter the casino unseen. At that time, we'll provide you with disguises to infiltrate. Uh, we believe that we can have you guys dressed up as the icon of Minos and his attendants. I want a dope-ass tux. That's exactly what we're going to give you. You're going to be playing a ambassador from your home uh, continent of Minos uh, for the Minotaurs. And these two gentlemen will be your attendants. Hells yeah. Sound good? I'm okay with being put as the leader head role, yeah. All right, I gentlemen. think I can handle disguising myself as an attendant. Well, we, we'll have some items to help with that as well. Go see Kimberly for that, and uh, do enjoy the party upstairs. Uh, we don't break out the ale every once in a while. Ale! Will do. Uh, question, Ash. Do we have to be his attendant? Yes. Let's go party! <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> like, I'm just feel like a sad boy, like, look down at the dirt, walk away. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. That's uh, enough for right now. We're going to take a look. It's a 746 right now. We've been playing for an hour and a half. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. I think we'll come back at uh, 8 o'clock. Is everybody okay with that? So a 15-minute break. Cool. That's I, enough for a break. What's up? That's enough for a good break. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something inappropriate, but, you know. Were you? I would Maybe. never have guessed. <laughs> All right, this has been the Pen and Paper Pod, guys. We'll be right back. Love it. Shout out to your friends. Uh, don't trust the rugs. <laughs> no, because it's a tiger. Very nice. Uh, yeah, so uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back in just about another 15 minutes. Stay tuned for more adventures with Chuck, Scree, and Ash. Uh, thank you for watching. Hello, and welcome back to the Pen and Paper Pod. Uh, yeah, guys, how are you doing? Welcome back. I don't know why I'm always welcoming you back, but good job being back at this. Thanks. 
That was terrible. Oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Welcome back to the Fit of Paper Pod, guys. We're going to be continuing on with our uh, with our uh, uh, flight to the Bangarang as they head towards uh, Keeper City to infiltrate for their heist. Uh, gentlemen, is there any last words or things you wanted to talk to Bargul? Uh, sorry, sorry, uh, talk to Venom about uh, before you proceeded on to go talk to Kimberly? Nope, I uh, just sent him to the task of finding my bastard son so I can have his body. So that's all I care about. Uh, yeah, if you guys head out into the next room, you'll see that uh, uh, Half Dan obviously is not there. Uh, but uh, you're going to see that Kimberly is out there. And uh, actually, Zelix is actually in uh, the room with them as well. Let me just go ahead and pull this up. They're in the room as well. Uh, Kimberly is going to uh, turn to you guys. And What's this gonna say? Hey, you guys ready for your armor? Yeah. What can you give me? Well, unfortunately for this one, we're gonna need, be needing a couple of things uh, around here. Uh, first up is for your infiltration. We're gonna need to be able to get you guys into the city via water. Uh, Tanner, I, sorry, <laughs> Ash, I assume. That you still have your ring of Featherfall. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't work. Why does it not work? Because when we tried to use it, when we got pushed off last time, it didn't work. Well, have you attuned to it? Yeah. Okay, well, you didn't attune to it last time, right? Oh, is that why it was? Yeah, so it should work this time. Silly me. No worries. If it doesn't work this time, it'll be fine. You just die in the ocean. It's cool. Yeah, we're kind of getting used to getting thrown off into the water. Mm. That's how it works. I've done it myself a bunch. Anyways, this time, uh, your, your manacores will fly you in and you'll have to jump off uh, at a safe distance. Otherwise, they'll get killed by the anti-air guns in the Keeper City. You're going to head down into the water. Be careful, that water out there is very treacherous. We got these guys for you. You'll be going through the sewers and through the underwater portion here. So we have, uh, you'll have to stay underwater for a portion of time. So I got three cloaks of the manta ray. It's going to allow you to uh, proceed underwater as you guys can see here. Uh, the cloak has a little bit that you can put up to your mouth and allow you to breathe underwater. Just like a little tendril, you just suck on it and the air comes right out. Uh, you'll be able to be underwater. Uh, I don't think you can communicate at all with it, but uh, it's good. Go ahead and add that to your inventory. Uh, it'll also keep your clothes underneath fairly dry, so when we give you guys your, uh, your disguises, you'll be able to get up in there. We're going to send you to the sewer, so it's going to be a little bit difficult. Uh, but you'll have to get to the sewer and up to the storage tank systems out into a bathroom of the casino. So, when you guys do that, you'll, uh, unfortunately you'll have to come out through a privy in the casino, uh, and then get changed in the bathroom and then uh, exit like you were always invited. Because we don't really particularly have invitations for you, so. Yeah, this is the front door. Any questions? Yeah, what the hell did you just say? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Was it difficult to tell? Is this voice too much? No, I, I've been I've been having a little more trouble with us debating saying anything or not. It was a little hard for me to I'll, hear like, the tone, last parts of that. Sorry, I'll tone I'll tone Kimberly down. I'll do my traditional Kimberly voice because it's not as good, but it's probably easier to tell. Kill uh, it with fire! Kill it with fire! Okay. Uh, yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. Uh. So the idea here. We need to make mana rays, and we need some uh, components. I think in order to make them, it sounds no, like. We, no, we just got the cloak of Manta Ray. Just yeah. Oh. yeah. All right, I totally got the wrong message. Sorry. Yeah, I just added it to your guys' inventory. I just added it to my own inventory. Okay, cool. Well done. And something about we're coming out of the, the privy, the shitter? We're, we're going through yeah. the, the yeah. sewer. Um, 
We have to keep our disguise a, clothes dry. There's a we'll we'll get you uh, like a homing device. There should be a, a gate on the south side of the city underwater uh, that'll have a thieves can't introduction on it. You'll be able to go in through that gate, hang a right. You'll come to uh, the Radagio sewer. It'll be noted as the Radagio, the red sewer underneath. Follow the sewer to the end of the tunnel. And when you get to the end of the Radagio sewer, you're going to have to use the pump system to pump the water up inside the sewage tank system because there's like a chute through the building because it's a tall skyscraper and the sewage runs out into the shaft. You need to pump the water up to the correct level so you can swim up there. If you don't pump it up to the correct level, it'll shut off all the redoubts. You won't be able to get inside. You'll be trapped inside the sewer uh, underwater. You guys can breathe underwater, so it won't be that big a deal, but, you know, you'll have to be able to adjust the pressure level to get it right. Okay. Sorry. You have yours still on? Damn you! I want to cast a spell of code. Apologies to everybody listening. That probably was really hurting the uh, the voice modulation with the air conditioner in the background. So I apologize for that. Uh, yeah. So if you guys head on there. Uh, as for everything else, what we guys have for you is uh, a uh, sorry. Can they give me anything better than studded leather armor? That's exactly what we're getting to. For this gentleman, we have we're gonna give you glamour studded leather armor. While gaming this armor, you gave a plus one bonus to AC. You can also use a bonus action to speak the armor's command word and cause the armor to assume the appearance of a normal set of clothing or some other kind of armor. You decide what it looks like, including color, style, and accessories, but the armor retains its normal bulk and weight. The illusory appearance lasts until you say the property again or remove the armor. We're gonna give you guys these three sets of studded leather armor. So everybody add that to your inventory. And then you're gonna be able to take the appearance uh, I have a picture here for you, Chuck. This is of the icon, and he holds up a minotaur wearing big purple formal robes, and he's got all this like jewelry hanging off his horns, leading into like you know into like his chest. So it's like this big purple robed minotaur. Uh, Where's this picture? Yeah, she's just got it in her hand. Oh, it's a weird D and D question. <laughs> Where is this picture? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but no, it's just. <laughs> studded leather so it's it's the same thing i have on right now so it helps me nothing it's plus one ac dude it's plus one armor it's a big deal kimberly i can't actually use that sort of leather i know we're gonna give you we're gonna give you some just some a tuxedo is that okay me. sweet here's a nice tuxedo uh cool. it'll be black test drive so you guys will probably want to change uh scree you and ed will i'm sorry you and chuck will probably want to do black tux the whole way there is that okay that also being cool purple robes. Well, you can just make sure to do the headgear right. Do I take the picture from her? You can. I will then. All right. This is a fabulous item. This is going to help just making disguises work I was about so to say, much easier. I love how Chuck is bitching about like a, just a huge drop for him, and he's just like you. There's no pleasing Chuck ever. Like, I'm just saying. You're saying this armor spawns a hat? Is that what you're saying? No, literally, it's like illusory clothing, so it can spawn, like, just jewelry on you, person. Oh, okay. So it's literally... Sorry, I thought you said something about headgear. It's plus one clothing that also is illusion-based, so it's, like, a big-ass deal. Well, what's the item in the call that I can... Glamour-studded leather. 
No, no, yeah, I know. I just meant, like, does it extend to my head? I thought you had said something about headgear, so I was just confirming the extent. Yeah, you can, you, can ex- you can extend it to your head if you want to. And I added it to your inventory, everybody, but... I already added mine. Oh, you did? I'm on it. My bad. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. So, you guys are able to... You'll have to attune to the Cloak of Manta Rays. If I'm not, no, no, they're, they're not attuned in items. Okay, cool. Yeah, and uh, so now the question is weapons. Obviously, you guys can't carry in axes and swords and... A lot of like uh, bags with full of magic items. So you're how about very to... small concealable daggers? Well, I have a perfect thing for you, uh, Scree. I've been working on this for a while. Your feathers and how you hide stuff in your feathers is kind of the inspiration. Uh, these are called gauntlets of feather daggers, and she presents two like black gauntlets that look like Batman's gauntlets, with like kind of the three prongs along the sides. Are these uh, going to change my voice to make me sound very serious all the time? Uh, if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. No. Uh, so the gauntlets are at plus one to your AC overall while you're wearing them. And uh, as a free action, uh, each gauntlet has three knives in them. Uh, you can, after a knife is removed, as a free action, you can summon, uh, free draw the knives from the gauntlets to your hands. Uh, if you throw the knife, uh, you can summon the next one in order. Uh, the knives will... Uh, replenish after a short rest into the gauntlet so that it'll cre- create infinite knives uh, it requires while you're wearing the gauntlets they can seal into your feathers it requires like a DC 25 investigation check to find that you're wearing the gauntlets or the knives this is a unique item that you created isn't it yes I will add it to you later god damn it okay sorry <laughs> it's like, I wasn't paying close enough attention I wasn't writing every single one of those things down. no no okay so essentially plus one AC and uh, it's just you'll always have knives to hand that'll be very I, hard yeah. to find on your person okay. got it uh, can I get a uh, greater weapon than just a regular great axe yeah I got this for you uh, so first up, here you go, and he's going to pull out uh, uh, a like a black ring. This is a uh, mimic weapon, so uh, it's going to bite your finger. Are you ready? Yeah. Hold out your hand. I don't know why Kimberly's getting a really deep voice all of a sudden. She's gone from like squeaky to like just like. It was the, fucking... the gauntlets of uh, feather daggers. They have that effect on her. I think yeah. That's what happened. Uh, Batman. No, I'm Batman. She's Kimberly. had too much ale. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm up. I'm I'm down here, fucking giving you guys armored up instead of drinking. So we, when we all go there, let's, let's play some poker. How does that sound? Fun. Strip poker. You know, I'm gonna play strip poker. Strip poker. Yeah. I mean, I took off my my pants or I put them back on. I want to establish. I did say I put them back on. But I'll take them off again. <sighs> okay. Anyways, here you go. This is a mimic weapon, and uh, it's gonna bite your finger. And it literally, like, she gives you this ring, and it literally bites your ring finger, Chuck. How much pain does Chuck feel? It's pretty painful. Like, this literally is just like a small, like, guppy clipped onto the end of your finger, just like in the middle of it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, so while you have this item in you, you can cause the mimic on your finger to turn into any weapon you can think of. I think of the fucking hammer that he took back from me. 
it turns into a maul, which is not magical, but it's it's just a physical weapon. It's not what I was thinking of. So the weapon can turn into any weapon, essentially, but and it's concealed on your person. It's just a ring, looks like. Any weapon, any non-magical weapon. Yeah, not uh, no. The it does count as magical damage, but it doesn't have a plus or anything like that. I'll double check. It might be a plus one if I'm not mistaken. Great axe currently does one d12 plus five. What does greater damage than one d12 plus five? Uh, the great axe is probably the great axe is damage. the greatest weapon. Yeah. Damn it! But you can turn it into a, like a whip in situations. You can turn it into a knife. You can turn it into like, you could probably turn it into like a, a spear and throw it. Uh, all sorts of stuff. You can turn it into like an, uh, a javelin. All sorts of shit. If, if, also- hold on. If, if I turn it into a spear and throw it, is it still on my finger? No, is- you, you have to. You literally throw the weapon. If you throw the weapon away from you in any form or fashion, like if you turn it into a boomerang and throw it away, you lose the weapon. <laughs> like it just turns into it. It doesn't like make a spectral version of itself that you can then have. Uh, is there a hook shot in this game? And if so, how long could it extend? You could turn it into a grappling hook, probably. Yeah. You probably oh. don't know how the... Me- I don't think Chuck knows how the mechanics of a hookshot would work, uh, so you probably can't make it. Does anyone, really? It doesn't. It's just bullshit. <laughs> I also regretted doing that, because one time I let a person in a campaign essentially be an Attack on Titan Corgi, and I regretted it immediately. Uh, Attack on Titan Corgi. That is the next thing I thought of, is Attack on Titan. Yeah. No, yeah, it's... it's. I regretted it immediately. Let's not talk about it. Anyways, uh, yeah, uh, Ash, uh, you're a little bit trickier for me, uh, but I do have this, and she pulls out this, like, up-sleeve, like, wrist system that pops out. Uh, this is a wand holster that you'll be able to put up your wrist, and I got this for you, and she pulls out underneath a piece of, like, a driftwood wand that's been twisted around, and she holds it up to you. Uh, this is a plus-one wand. So you get the plus one weapon? This is bullshit. In your face, Chuck. Suck it. And she just, yeah. It just goes into the holster and you're able to conceal it up your wrist. Obviously, if somebody searches up your wrist, but you can free draw the weapon at any time. So, not to sound like a novice with magical weapon, but what does it do? It just adds plus one to ranged spell attacks. So if I cast a spell through it? It right. adds plus one. Okay. Plus one, but not to like stuff like fireball, obviously. Like it's like right. ranged spell attacks would do. I gotcha. Yeah. So like fireball would work. Firebolt would get a plus one, exactly. Okay. Uh, but it's and it's also like it's obviously it's the component. It's you know you don't have to have components on you if you have it. It's like a focus. Oh, I have the subtle spell. Don't worry about that. I know. <laughs> if you well, don't, this is great, Kimberly. Yeah. If you don't use it, obviously you won't get the the bonus. So. Um, so I, I strap it on. Yeah, yeah. You guys get that settled away. You get in your tuxedo. Uh, well, she's like, you guys have plenty of time. Uh, I think you guys all, you still got a diamond. You didn't use, you got a diamond from last time. Or I guess you used it on Chuck. Do you guys, uh, we don't have another diamond. Do you have a diamond? Uh, yeah, we do. Before we left the uh, Pretty sure every I diamond we got was like the, the last time we would get a diamond. <laughs> no, before we went to go fight the Wendigo, they gave us another diamond. Whoa. Oh, didn't they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then they you peeled it out of that dude's tooth. Yes. Yeah. I remember uh, yeah. stuff. You was a, it a revival diamond? 
It's a diamond. That's yeah. all you need. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. it, he has a That's single right. scroll of revival, so you only have also, one scroll of revival. Would a scroll of revival count as healing magic? Yes. Why? Because since I'm level eight now, I have uh, to where where did you go? Uh, fuck! I, I I got an ability. If a spell to restore your life is cast on you, the caster doesn't need material components for that spell. Warrior of the gods. Sell it. It's okay. <laughs> he doesn't actually. He doesn't have revivify. He has a scroll of revivify, which means that once he casts it, you guys would lose it all the same. So. But we would still have the diamond. Perfect. Sell it. <laughs> unless you only want to. Unless only Chuck dies. <laughs> Which, with, the, with the track record of this party. To be honest, it is like, it's like a bird in the hand, essentially. <laughs> That's cool, yeah. though. Man, you are teaching me a lot about barbarians, because God knows I need to keep up to keep track of you. Um, Dude, and I can't keep track of myself. I've, I know. I, I've I, always I've, been the cleric. I've discovered Now that, that. I'm just hitting stuff. <laughs> um, hold on. Let me just find this real fast, gentlemen. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so that's all the goods she's got for you guys. Want to head to the top deck? Uh, you guys got a night out here. There's a party taking place upstairs. Anything particularly you want to do? I want ale, and I'll take this party as a try, and I'll try and like fill up as many like flasks or bottles that I can, so I'll, I can save it for later. Yeah. Uh- yeah, you're able to head on upstairs. Hold on, let me just oh, here it is. There we go. Tavern music. Yeah, you're able to find. Uh, you're able to hear. It's kind of got uh, nice little parties going on upstairs. Uh, they have uh, tavern music going, just kind of in the background. All the things. Oh. Oh, actually, I, I asked them if they have another scroll of revivify. They don't have to give us the diamond, but like I asked for another scroll. No, we we don't have that. Why would why? It's just really Wait, expensive. We have a scroll of revivify though. You have but one. If, if we yeah. if, if we have another, you can have one dedicated just for me because you don't need the diamond. But then we can also potentially revive someone else with the diamond. You could go ask Zelix if he's got something like that. That's not my school. I right, go look for Zelix. But I want to go with Zelix to find Zelix as well. Yeah, you guys head off to do that. Scree, what are you doing? I'll tag along. All right. Y'all find Zelix on the foredeck. Uh, kind of, uh, he's just kind of slurping his chops. There's a little bit of blood and gore on his tentacles that seems to be kind of like mushing around. He's just by the uh, the aft wheel. He's just sort of just sits standing there, enjoying the cool air and the music. Uh, or you're not actually sure if he is or isn't because it's kind of hard to tell if a mind flayer is enjoying something. <laughs> I look around for like a napkin and hand it to him. What's this for? Uh, you got some schmutz on you, buddy. Mm, he, 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 like, flips his tentacles. Uh, Is he nice. gone? Or, or... It's just worse. It's much worse. Uh, like, you, you missed the spot, buddy. Are you sure? He... Yeah, you, you got some, like, he right like, around. He like, he, like, gets it around here. He's just like, I can't see it. And he, like, smears it up onto his face. Is, is there like a reflective surface anywhere? Is there like 
<laughs> an empty uh, party tray. Let, let's end this. I'm just going to press hesitation and delay. Thank you, Ash. Uh, uh, what brings so, my three baby mind flares up here tonight? Uh, I was just uh, wondering if you had any more scrolls of Revivify. Not on me. It takes me a 10 day to put them together. When was the last time you... Never mind. No, that that's whatever. Uh, damn it. Is, well, we're about to go on a huge-ass mission, and I was wondering if there's anything you would be willing to give us to help us on that. We are your baby mind players, after all. You want to protect us. Do you have any... Uh, I, I didn't see in your... I looked in your pack, and it appears that you guys still have three potions of healing. I mean... More wouldn't hurt. Uh, I have to have them for the other team. Um, you mean your pansy ass team that has failed multiple times? But we're yeah, they're gonna need it more than you do. But with the track record, they're just gonna waste it. It's squandered resources. You don't know that. That's that's that's. that's and you don't know supposition. that. Alright, we're just look. Yeah, it is voice mods, so thank you. Uh, Dilder? Nice. Dilder, so I'm not going to say it in Zelix's voice. Anyways. Yeah, so, uh, no, I don't have anything for you guys particularly, although uh, I'll say that unfortunately I won't be able to contact you in the city. We're not sure, unfortunately, why uh, we're not able to contact Amon. I'll say this, though. Uh, he seemed really panicked when he contacted me. But I wouldn't be surprised if the situation hadn't gotten worse. Which is more reason for you to help us. I'm helping you. Well, more reason you should give us more stuff. You're a bad person. You know that, Chuck? Like, you're a greedy, bad person. Yeah, you're saying that like it's a bad thing. We're in dark. You put mind flayers in our brains. You're also a bad creature. Why? What's with all the judgment on this ship? You're just kind of the worst, man. I mean, none of us, like, kill our children. I take care of my children. Yeah, but I feel neglected, Dad. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let me see if I can go whip up a potion just because you call me Dad. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Oh, gross. No, too far. Too far. Didn't like All it. Right. All right, Dad. All right. All right. Yeah. Take quit while you're ahead. He's gonna like get up and leave. Uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try after him. That question. Ash, is there something else? Uh, yeah. Uh, being the only other magically inclined person on this ship, what do you know about this wish spell? It's an incredibly powerful spell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but do you know it? It requires <laughs> similar to the fire. Requires a large cost diamond, roughly fifty thousand dollars in gold. And it, uh, it can be, okay. it can be, uh, incredibly powerful, it's difficult, it's nice pure magic, so only the most powerful sorcerers or wizards could cast it. I don't even know yes. if a sorcerer can cast wish, I need to look at that. Well, I'm just curious, and clearly if you didn't know it, you didn't have to say it. I mean, I, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, if you do know it, you should, you know, tell me. I've seen Wishcash multiple times in my life. Uh, I will say this. It is very dependent upon the way that you word your request of the spell. 
Because depending upon how it does, it can make it happen in the most bloody way possible. That's not a concern. All right, well, thank I, I had a friend that wished for great wealth, and it turned his body to gold. Well, he sounds like an idiot. Yes. Through genie wishes. If you yeah. did, monkey spa wishes. Depends on the situation. Generally, I do treat wish like a monkey spa wishes. If you guys word it in any way that you give me grounds to fuck you up, I will fuck you up. Just, oh, I'll have yeah. a contract. Sorry, this is in Zelix's voice. But in... DM's, DM's voice in the DM's voice. If there is a way, yeah. Zelix is not the god of wish. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I the DM is saying generally. I will say in, in most of my games, depending on how you word the wish, I will fuck you up if you give me the way to do so. <laughs> That's why I don't fuck with wishes, monkey's yep. paw or genies. All right, uh, yeah. So Zelix keeps walking away. Uh, Ed, uh, Ed, Scree, where, what were you doing? Obviously, you weren't part of preview for that conversation. Unless, yeah. Ash, you're going to stop him? Nope. Okay. Scree and uh, Chuck? I'm securing uh, however many flasks of ale you'll let me get, and then going to go with Kimberly to play that strip poker. So you're able to get uh, two or three cups of ale uh, before the kobold at the pump is like, no, get, get away. Why, stop it. Get it's a party. Drink these and then come back and I'll fill them up. Jesus Christ, minotaur motherfucker. Okay. I, I, I sneak off and pour into like a portable container and like, like mimic. Uh, what, what portable container do you have? You're able to like go in the, kitchen and like scrounge a bottle if you want but this is like ale i mean yeah i'll, I'll take a bottle uh hold on they, they they have that that cauldron that just generates basic items right what do you mean is it when we when we first uh got our stuff they had like that one thing that like could generate basic items that's what? how we got our, our weapons and whatnot no kimberly made them for you damn it what are, you ma- what are you making shit up, mate? Like, what other D&D game are you playing? Am I oh, wrong? not really a cauldron. Yeah. Vaguely remember a cauldron. Yeah. I will look at it. I will re- listen to the thing. It was a cauldron of spawning items. I don't, I don't know <laughs> if it was spawning items. Fuck up. Oh, my God. Why do, why do I? Why do we let Ed talk? God damn it. He's the leader. Hey, memory is, is as reliable as it is. We I all mean, have worms in our brains, like, or we are worms, I guess. Well, we also, Tanner, you're the only one who didn't, like, succumb to the, the worm. So if anyone has any possibility of getting it out safely, it might be you. Don't true. forget that. True, true. Uh, yeah, so... As all you right, guys... so I'll t- I find the one bottle, and I'll fill it up yeah and then... you're able to fill up like maybe three bottles of ale and uh, put them to side you're not able to find much more glassware than that though i go to scree and be like hey scree you you can hide stuff right hide these hide these from me i mean sure we can all hide stuff in that uh, sentient pouch thing that we have that can hide anything right Is right that, right, that right. You mean? the bag of holding yeah do i have that yep oh of course i do i just reach around in my feathers and Oh yeah, of course. And I have to make a. I think I have to make a check to open it, don't I? Animal hold. No, animal, you, animal you just have to pet it, don't you? It's not Anim- even a check. Yeah, it's an animal hand. Spine, check. of course. Yeah, rub the spine. Yeah, it's fine. It's very low, so you open it up. 
And what am I putting in here? Ale. My stuff. <laughs> All your shit. Right, it's like a, it's like a communal fridge <laughs> in the back of the holding. Chuck put his name on it, and it's like a do not drink sandwich. me. <laughs> <sighs> Lol. Okay. Anyways, I said the law loud. I'm embarrassed. Anyways, yeah, uh, you managed to put the three bottles in there. Uh, what are you guys doing now? Like I said, I'm gonna now drink some to as much as they will give me because I drank my first portion already. And then we'll go place your poker with Kimberly. Alright, let's uh, let's go ahead and have Chuck make a constitution saving throw. Oh no, am I going to pass out? I don't think so. Yeah, I have a plus six to con, so... I rolled an 11? No, I rolled a 9! Fuck yeah. off. Yeah, I know, that's pretty bad. No, you rolled a 6, dude. No, no, it, it's a plus six. So if I have oh, overall, yeah, you rolled a nine. Fancy. Jesus Christ! I know. I mean, you're you're fine, but you do manage to drink like maybe like, uh, you know, like a quarter keg of beer of ale. Much Hells to, yeah. Much to the cobalt that's controlling the keg's chagrin, his little kingdom of controlling the keg is crumbling. Uh, Kimberly invites you all over for a game of uh, of poker. I think you want Who us to play there? poker, so I'm going to go play poker. No, it's fine. You don't have to. I'm just joking. Who else is there? Is it just Kimberly? You're going to go to a casino, so you guys could play anything you wanted no, to. Research. We sure. need research. It took, it look, it look, I'm just saying, it took me like a long time to figure out how to play poker with dice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> there was a significant portion of math involved, all right? I'm just saying. It was annoying. <laughs> I'm down. Don't no, worry. Y'all don't have to. No, no. We're going to a casino. We need to play the part so we should get used to this so you can you can uh about to say uh the manticores are playing knuckle bones uh oreg and your egg what, what are is knuckle bones uh it's a similar game it's like kind of like liar's dice all right but they're not gonna play that at a casino are they they might you don't know uh they're, they're also a playing fancy casino oreg and your egg are playing coins and beer pong you can you guys can do whatever you want tonight it's, it's up to you you can also just go to bed and just we can fast forward through this. It's up to you. No, no. Uh, Chuck Angus is intoxicated. He already took off his pants once today. And Kimberly brought up strip poker. So we're doing this. Oh my God. We're doing this. It's happening. <laughs> All right. Uh, Can't deny the girth. Kim oh, my God. Gross. Kimberly is going to invite you over. Scree and Ash, you cannot be part of this if you like. Yeah, I'm good. I'll, I'll stay out of it. But I will study how to, how to cheat at this game. Okay. Scree? If anything, Scree should learn how to cheat. He can hide stuff in his fucking feathers. Yeah, I feel like I, I'm a lifelong pursuit of mastery of deception, so I'm. I, it's probably beneficial for me to play poker. <laughs> you look so questioning. Like, it's really funny to me. Anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... I can't remember the last time I actually played poker is why I'm nervous. Alright, so short answer to this is you guys can do quiet rolls. What is going to happen is that uh, the dealer is going to deal each of you two dice, which you're going to roll a d6. So each of you are going to roll two d6 quiet, like you're going to uh, quiet roll them to just the, so that just you and the GM can see you. Uh, it's going to be rules similar to poker, so it's going to be two pair. You're looking for dice to match, essentially. So you're going to looking for two pair, three pair, four pair, four of a kind, a full house, 
or a straight, which is like the numbers on the dice make a run. Uh, and they will, they will the, the dealer will roll three dice that are visible to everybody. So it's like Texas Hold'em poker. Oh, dice. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I just rolled. Uh, gotcha. Does that count or was that a, a test? That's yeah, that's good. So those things. Uh, Yahtzee. <laughs> Thanks, Megan. Yahtzee. Go ahead and roll as well, Trevor. Uh, you get dealed in. Uh, I don't think that. You gotta. You did the wrong one. Yeah, you gotta roll I, the other one. I yeah, I did the one I copied and pasted instead of the actual one. Two d six, right? Yep. There we go. I mean, okay. now I want to play actual poker. Okay, and they. I mean, this is actual poker. Thank you. And then they're gonna put out three. Uh, so they're gonna say everybody's gonna do uh, a five gold buy-in. So everybody puts their five gold down. And now they're going to roll out 3d6, and then you guys are going to be able to raise the bet bet against each other, and or uh, there'll be one other card that'll be done, the river card, so you'll be able to see at the end. Uh, so here we go, 3d6. Those, uh, those are the three visible ones. And now the first one is to... Uh, Trevor, do you want to check or raise the bet? Check. Then it goes to Chuck. All right, so... Correct me if I have to make pairs. You can make pairs or straight or uh, or uh, one more card will be played. So there'll be one more visible card. You can make a full house, which would be two pairs and a three pair. Uh, I'll, I'll stay. Gotcha. And then it's going to be to Kimberly, uh, who is going to raise five gold. And it'll come back around to Scree. So you can either fold or raise five gold. Uh, I'll call. I'll, I'll raise five gold. Okay. Now to Chuck. I will also raise five gold. Okay. Everybody, the pot's at ten gold, and Kimberly's going to check, and then we're going to play the river card. What did the pot be at? Thirty. Twenty-five. Uh, ten each. Thirty nope. each. Thirty. Yeah. Okay, uh, and now it's back up to Scree. Scree, do you want to raise? That's the last card. No, I'll stay. I'll, I'll raise it five. Uh, Kimberly will raise it as five as well. I'll call. Fifteen. Okay, everybody's called. Unless uh, Chuck, do you want to raise it again? Um, real quick, can I? Roll an intimidation before I do that. <laughs> uh, you can intimidate Kimberly. You can intimidate Trevor. I'm going to intimidate Kimberly. Okay, go ahead. She is not particularly intimidated of you. Kimberly, Kimberly, Kimberly was your guy, was like the tougher person in prison when you guys were there. <laughs> you, you don't have shit on this situation. Uh, right. Yeah, she's she's gonna call, but she's not gonna raise. I'll call. Okay. Uh, all right. So the pot, I believe, is at uh, twenty gold a piece for each of you. So it'll be uh, sixty gold total. Uh, flip cards. Uh, Trevor had a. Oh no, I think Ed had a six and a one. Uh, so I think you had a pair of ones, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And Trevor. Yeah, pair of ones. Uh, well, it's technically two pair because you have the five as a pair as well. Yeah, yeah. So everybody five, does. So. Yeah, everybody has yeah. that. Trevor, you had two pair as well. I think you had two and a five as well. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I. Yeah. 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 And Kimberly and Kimberly had uh, 
to pair uh, the twos and the fives. So I think it is a, if I'm not mistaken, it is a tie. A draw. It's a draw between Trevor and Kimberly, so you guys split the pot. So you get 30 gold, hey, Trevor. What? If we all have two pair, why am I out? What do you, you have mean? the lower pair. You have the lower pair. You got ones. We both got twos. Damn it. So I, uh, you just gained uh, 10 gold, Trevor. Sweet. And you lost 20 gold, Ed. <laughs> I had money to begin with. Yeah, remember he gave you he gave you all 100 gold. Cool. Not I'm down to, to eight. Each of you had you had 300 gold total, so each of you got 100 gold. So do keep track of that. Uh, so you lost 20. So yeah, she, she's gonna offer you. Ready for the next buy-in? Ash, you want a piece of this? Uh, I think I'm just gonna keep studying. Cool, cool. Uh, you guys, you gents still game? Yeah, I'll do another round. Scree? Ow! Yeah. All right. Everybody roll. 2d6. All right. Five gold buy-in, and now... I just realized... You know all, everything, so you can be the ultimate. Yeah, but she, Kimberly can be intimidated by roles. Like, you guys can make persuasions or try to trick her if you want to. So she's still an NPC, whereas you can't do that to each other. Like, you attempted to intimidate her last round and failed. If you had won, you could have pushed her hand. Word. All right, Trevor, are you uh, set? Uh, what do you mean? All right, well, it's so we just did the river card. So, are you going to? Uh, are you going to? Uh, are you going? Oh, am I going to up the ante? Yeah, sure. I'll uh, I'll toss in five. I'll toss in five more. Chuck. Um, I actually fold. Chuck folds. Uh, Kimberly is going to look at the cards. And she is going to toss in five more. Hmm. I'm at 75 gold. I got to save something for the casino. You're at, you're at, uh, you're at, you're at 80 gold. Oh, no, no. Yeah. You tossed in five. You lost the five. Well done, Ed. I'm proud of you. I have no idea how much gold I have. So he's ahead of me there. You had a hundred and you gained, uh, you gained 30 last round. No, you oh. gained 10, yeah. So he's 110. And you just put five down. So you're at one. I'll call. No, you got, well, you, there's 10 in the pot. You call, you, you upped it. Uh, on the, on the about, okay, so you call, uh, well, she didn't raise it. You raised it. And she oh, called. sorry. I thought she raised it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. No, you raised it 10. It came I'll around. I'll stay then. Okay, so. That's the river card. Uh, yeah, she. Uh, are you gonna call or raise? I'll call, but I don't have to add more, right? So I'll just stay. Yeah, she right? can. Yeah, she's gonna raise you thirty gold. Hmm. I'll call. You're gonna raise thirty gold. Yeah. All right. So there's forty on each side in the pot. Uh, She's going to see you come around after you call, and she's going to look at you. She's going to say, uh, 
It. You sure about that? You sure you don't want to throw in the towel there? Sure about that? You sure you don't want to throw in the towel there? <laughs> Chuck Angus does a big laugh. <laughs> All right, then. And uh, she's going to call you. And Well, she, I mean, she's just matching. She's not raising anymore. Uh, so it's going to turn out Trevor had a one and a two, and uh, she had a two and a one. So you guys actually had the exact same card. You tied again. <laughs> you tied a literally again, which I think is the reason that there's less mathematical certainty in this dice game, even though it kind of works. Uh, and so you're going to split the eighty, uh, the eighty dollar, the eighty gold pot down to forty again. Uh, so I believe that all you get of that, if I'm not mistaken, it's, it's an uneven number because I raised about five. So there's an one gold. Oh yeah, yeah. The pot's not eighty. That's right. So uh, can you guys I have it? Forty. So it's eighty between the two of you. So it's eighty-five gold. So y'all keep all of your gold except for. Uh, so you're gonna get uh, two gold and five and uh, five silver, Trevor. Yeah. yeah. So not much came out of that one. Sorry. Nope. All right. Sorry. Round three, y'all down? Uh, I don't want to waste more of my resources before the big casino heist. You know, I need to present myself as a high roller of sorts, but I'm down to play one round if it's not for money. Well, it's just not for money. It's not fun. It's training. Okay, whatever. That's just lame. Scree, you down? He seemed to have uh, tested our fortunes and have come out equally twice in a row, so uh, I'm not really curious anymore which one of us is more lucky. Yeah, it's I mean? not particularly fun to, if we don't have Chuck to take money off of. Fuck you! I get up and go for another thing of ale. Sorry, loser! I'll uh, get up and uh, walk after Chuck. Mm. Yeah, you're able to... Uh... Maybe toss him a silver for his next drink. <laughs> On, on me. <laughs> it's free drinks, but thank you. I'll take the silver. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else you guys want to well, do? Well, the next next drink, you know, the one that's not free. Yeah. Uh, so I do want. Uh, I just want to ask Scree, Scree, and Ash, how much do you guys think you're drinking? At tonight, like for the party? Yeah. Uh, none. You're not drinking. Nope. Scree? I think I'll have a moderate, like, less than two All right. two drink max. Chuck, I'm going to have you do a wisdom saving throw to, to keep like it in control to not drink too much. <laughs> Wouldn't it be make constitution? It well, it'd be con whether or not you moderate boo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead, drink like your Chuck. Jesus Christ. Constitution is like how bad your hangover is. Wisdom is your impulse control. I right. see where he's coming so, from. Yeah, wisdom is, I'm just saying, like, impulse control. Right. Chuck's drinking to excess, so I assume. You could also just... My <laughs> wisdom is too. <laughs> I'm going to keep drinking, baby. Okay, we'll deal with that later. Uh, yeah, so the party keeps going. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's too powerful. <laughs> uh, all right, so I, I drink more. Do I have to take the con throw now or yeah go ahead and make me a constitution saving throw 24 fuck me you are drunk as fuck but you are solidly on your feet chuck is what a surprise chuck angus holds his liquor chuck angus you know was frozen today did you guys know that did you know i was frozen today because i was frozen today um 
You're thermoregulating right now. This is all just part of getting back into homeostasis. Yeah. For you, I feel great. God you know, damn. All, all the bullshit that we went through is out the door. I'm I'm dancing and the pants are coming off again. <sighs> Chuck's letting loose. My God. All right. Anyways. I got a lead or an assistance on tracking down my bastard offspring so I can have a legitimate good minotaur body again even though it might be a half breed whatever it's still better than a glamoured human so he's living the life tonight cool alright uh, yeah everybody's getting drinks does you guys want to go do anything you want to go oreg and ureg do you want to go to the mana cores? otherwise you guys can go to bed or you want to try to practice stuff I don't want to go to the mana cores or anything but I would like to cast silent image on the staircase to be like a, an inch below what the actual step is. Done. So that people trip and fall. Yeah. You're just basically a dick. Like, if like, yeah. kobolds don't have dexterity. Actually, kobolds are okay on decks, but still, like, they're like a flat one or two dexterity. So they're all just like eating shit down the stairs. They're, and by the time, it's like compounded because, like, you know, after the first 12 drinks are spilled down the stairs, the stairs are just slip and sticky on top of it. So people would eat shit either way. Somebody loses a tray of og rotten potatoes on the stairs. It's just a fucking mess over there, and it's all hidden under the silent image. So it's just like all this like sticky, nasty mess that they slide down into, and they just pop it along. Uh, eventually, somebody puts up a thing, and they just use the other staircase on the far side. I do it on the other side. Same thing happens. Yes, can't hold it. Look for shit. Well, I've done my job. Hmm. Uh. While you're turning around, eventually Zelix comes up the stairs and eats shit on the stairs. At which point, Zelix turns around and is looking fiercely around for whoever has cast Silent Image. Because Zelix may understand what's happening. Uh, are you going to try to stealth away from him, or what do you want to do? Oh, no. No. I'll run up to it if he calls me out. All right, he does it. But he does dispel magic on the, on the Silent Images so that they go away. Party pooper. It's really gross, though, when as soon as he dispels the silent images, like, the stairs are just covered in, like, mashed potato and beer. <laughs> Kobolds are really into mashed potatoes. I mean, why not? Mashed potatoes are fucking I, I'm not disagreeing. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just, I just decided that right now. I just made that up. I'm just saying. Totally, totally tracks. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Alright. I, Chukka eventually wanders to the manticores to find, what was it, geared? Was my manicore buddy? Yeah. Um, let me find a geared voice. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to geared and have a drunken bro to bro talk with him again, cause you know we had such great bro to bro talks last time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got this. I got this. Uh. Angus. Geared. How you doing? Nice to see you. Goodbye <laughs> today. Almost died. We both were nearly froze to death. <laughs> yeah, I was. Oh, you heard I was frozen today, cause you know I was yeah, I frozen. Got fr- I got frozen too. It sucked. Ah, oh, dude. I was right there beside you, man. It sucked. That's that's like cheating. Who, who has ice powers, Jesus? Dude, ice powers suck. But you know, I mean, we were in a frozen wonderland, so it was. No, it sucked. My my like nuts are still cold, man. I don't know. I just like. Oh, dude, go go in front of the fire. I did that earlier. I, I can't okay. get down there. That's like I'm a giant manacore. I'm a large creature. I cannot fit down. 
Don't worry, don't worry. They've been setting off the fireball gun at the front of the deck every once in a while, and I'll fly by and just get my balls as close as possible to the fireball. It really helps. Dude, I, 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 I wish I had that, that heat box that Kimberly had. Yo, that would feel perfect on your nuts. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah, bro. I, I just gotta say, like, you, I know from a talk earlier, like, you totally, like, <laughs> you totally convinced me that it doesn't matter what I am on the inside, because on the outside, I'm a fucking Chuck Angus BB barbarian. Yeah, 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 yeah. Freak, freak, visualize this shit, you got it. But I, I just, just want to tell you, because people were giving me shit about it, but, like, I'm. I have some bastard offspring there that aren't doing me anything right now, so I'm, I'm gonna try and get their bodies and be, like, even better on the outside. So it reflects on who I am on the inside. Like, is, is that so wrong? No, 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 no. Uh, see, see, I don't understand, understand half the sentences you say to me sometimes. You should know. I just agree with you. But, but, did you not have any of the ale, bro? Oh, dude, I drank like a bear. I, I didn't hear that. You cut out. Oh, did I? Did it cut out? I didn't hear that. Did you hear me? I didn't hear that. Can you hear I mean, me? I, I hear you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like before, I didn't hear that single part. Did it cut out on me? All right, guys. Sorry, I'm, I'm just trying to triple check if everything's okay. It no, was like you're, a stream you're good. You're good. Uh, is, are you making a joke, or is there was a stream issue? I'm just double checking. No, I honestly didn't hear one part, but I hear you fine now. It's cool. I think we're pushing the limits of our voice changer. <laughs> it's fine. If, I need to work on it. <laughs> all, I, all Chuck needed to know was that Geardet was on his side, and then he eventually just passes out where the manicores are. Yeah. Make without me without his pants. Make me uh, a, a, one more Constitution saving throw. Thirteen. Perfect. Okay, we'll deal with that in a minute. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you saying that's not gonna, not gonna be great? Because I have. Where is that? You already used it today. No, no, no. I. It's it's not the the big one. I. Because uh, that one is only when I'm in rage. Uh, I believe I have something else. Just because I'm. You can keep talking for now while I get this, because uh, I'm pretty sure I have... All right, we'll deal with that later. It doesn't particularly matter. Check. Anyways, uh, Ash, Ash and Scree, what are you guys going to end the night? Uh, I'm going to end the night by studying my shadow wolf, or shadow dog. I'm going to call it up and then try to look at it. Be the target. My target being you gonna myself. Are you going to try to talk to it? or are you gonna try No, I'm, just, I'm trying to study what it can do. Yeah. Get better understanding what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's great. Practice throwing my feather daggers at a target on the wall. Uh, roll me some attacks. Oh, do you want me to roll these? Uh, you just standard dagger toss. Okay. Yeah, dagger is ranged. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's just just dagger. Cool. All right. With all that done, uh, damn. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, three daggers. Uh, um, on the left dagger, you're able to toss them off and hit them. Then you're able to hit the base of the dagger again and again, just in the exact center, bullseye, three times in a row. Is anybody impressed? 
Uh, the kobolds around you looked a little freaked out because they, they kind of don't consider you like dangerous like Chuck and they kind of are all like a little bit like because you're I mean, you're like a medium sized bird person, right? Like they, they, they you know, they, they kind of like you have a beak. You're not very human looking. So like they tend to be more relaxed around Scree as opposed to Chuck and Ash. Uh, so watching you do that was like a little bit freaky. I turn around and like use a cobalt voice and say like bullseye motherfucker or something like that. Right, they all lift up beers and it's like Aah! and they run over and they give you a beer. It's, you know, it's cute. Anyways. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Alright. Uh, so yeah, I think everybody's going to follow on bed over the course of the night uh, and then it's going to come around. Uh, you guys going to sleep in bed the majority of the day because I think it was about yeah. maybe around 6am about the time you guys get to bed. So 8 hours sleep. You're going to be starting to approach night on the next day as you approach Keeper City. Uh, yeah, tavern music off. Uh, yeah, uh, you guys are waking up in your dorm the next morning. Uh, you guys, have you guys decorated this room at all? I believe I passed out next to my buddy Geared. Yeah, you did. You're also on the front deck, cold because you slept on a wooden deck all night and also very hungover. I'm pretty sure there's a potion of healing somewhere I can fucking. I don't drink. think that he- cures a hangover. I'm not sure if that does or not. I'm not sure how a potion of healing does, but it doesn't. It doesn't do anything to you, Chuck. You're just hungover. Like, come on. I didn't even give you a status effect. Fine. Because it doesn't. It, potions of healing don't necessarily recoup. Uh, like you know, because if it was anything, it would be like a level of exhaustion, and that doesn't recoup levels of exhaustion. Uh. Scree and Ash, you're in your dorm room together on the on the boat. Is there anything you guys want to talk around now that everybody's not there? I'm, I'm very curious what you guys' interactions like. Scree, I'm kind of. How did you how did you know that word? What means to uh, means to kill kill a child? He didn't. I did. Well, he said it first. And <laughs> are you in the room? I can't remember. He said in. <laughs> I did. <laughs> it was filicide, not incicide. You'd be surprised how many of the uh, greater works of literature deal in the uh, the worst of uh, worst of sins. So nice. uh, the names of them come up a bit. I, I see. I've never been much of a book person myself. I'm not really a book person, but uh, I've got. I, I had to do uh, sound effects for uh, performance here and there. Oh, really? You were yeah. a performer. Uh, I don't fancy myself a performer per se, more of a uh, understudy, if you know what I mean. Hmm. Uh, you're going to have to forgive me. I don't know the understudy. I'm not really familiar with the theater. Uh, you know, just uh, the guy that learns everything just in case they need to use him. I see, I see. Yeah, I spent, I spent uh, quite a lot of time just memorizing shit for a long time. That's it. That's it. It's basically how I know to talk. Okay. Well, this is kind of an off the wall question, but how many people have you killed? Uh, well, how many do you think we've killed since uh, we've known each other? I don't keep track. However many that is. I, I can. I have a list if you guys want to know it. <laughs> you have, yes. Of course, you have a death count. It's uh, so. You killed roughly 3,400 people in the Void Prison arc when you collapsed the Void Prison. Dang, high score. You uh, you killed one person in the village when you turned Chuck Angus into him. Uh, you killed a frost giant. You killed three. Uh, you killed three knights on your way up north. 
you killed again another frost giant at uh, the thing. So you probably killed two frost giants, uh, I think four knights, and uh, a, a, a loser. <laughs> he technically killed him. He's technically his body's alive. He's a vegetable though, so I think he counts. Uh, you killed uh, Grimshock when you turned him back. Uh, you're not sure if you left the golden, the black triangle to die. Uh, and then when you blew up the Indomitable, you probably killed about uh, a dozen, sorry, you pro probably killed about a half dozen Griffin Riders and Griffins. Though the majority of the Griffin Riders didn't die because they just parachuted off when their Griffins died, but they're definitely their Griffins died. And then when you blew up the Indomitable, you probably killed about 200 people. That many. Oh, wow. However many that is. So probably in the ballpark of roughly like three to 4,000. We're pretty good at killing people. Sorry, maybe possibly the Indomitable's indirect, and so is the Void Prison. It debates. Like, you probably only killed about, like, 20 people with your bare hands. Okay. Well, Scree, you know... It's, we lost, it, it, my favorite thing is that I went over this and we just lost a viewer. I just imagine that person's just, like, huffing on the way out. They're like, oh, so... Just the violence, the violence. I just enjoy that viewer that just left. Sorry. In D and D, uh, in my head, it's like Chuck's not doing anything right now. I'm gonna leave and get a drink. Mm. I'm not shocked. That's how you look at the world, Chuck. You play D and D like you think like that. <laughs> you said to get into character tonight. I'm doing my best. Sir. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> well, well, Scree, I gotta ask a question. It's, I, it's come to realize that I don't really know either you or Chuck at all. Uh, and I mean, we're now this like team that's kind of just pushed together. So, my question is, what actually did you like? I, I know that the laws of the land kind of made your your crimes for them getting getting arrested seem not what they were. So, in your own words, why were you arrested? Uh, I have a covetous nature. At times, it gets me into trouble. I uh, found this. Uh, this uh, there's this book that I've been trying to track down for a while. A particularly rare item uh, goes for goes for a lot on retail, you know. I see. And uh, I uh, tried to steal it and failed spectacularly because I turns out as uh, much as I uh, can imitate people at. Uh, you know, different schemes and such. I'm not too great at coming up with plans myself. I, I guess I can understand that. I can see that. Hmm. You, How about you? How did you uh, wind up in the void prison? Ah, I see. A question for a question. I gotcha. Uh, well, mainly it's just, I'm just going to cast like a, a presentation and it's just going to mainly this. Like, uh, I just, I've all, I just cast this spell. And I've never had to look at a spell book. And I got one day I got overzealous and some wizard caught me. And then I the thing I knew I was getting hauled off somewhere. Really? Pressed digitation? Just they got you over a cantrip? Well, it's more the fact that for some reason I don't need to look at a spell book to use it. Ah. So like so like these these spell books, this is actually just a cookbook that I stole from Zelix's bookcase. It's not, mm. not even have any spells in it. I just, I just have this innate nature to use spells like that. Yeah, it's pretty intimidating. I just, I, all I was doing was just trying to 
do that magic, do the silent image trick on the stairs at an end. And then they got me. I'm not there, but I would totally be. Like, you both were arrested for crimes most perverted. Of course you'd say that. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm not there. Yeah, thank God. All right, all right question for a question. What's the, what was the title of the book, Scree? I don't actually know. I just know what it looks like. What's it look like? Um, As I recall, it was human skin, right? Yeah. I mean, it's a you. question for a question. Yeah, he is. already asked his first question. No, I'm just reminding Scree. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm that's also right. just reminding Scree. <laughs> yeah, it's bound in uh, leathery substance. Kind of looks like it could be skin of, say, uh, the human race, maybe? Ooh, interesting. All right. Well, did you actually hear Chuck come in last night? Because I did. Uh, no. Should we? Do you think he's all right? No, but I hope he's. I hope he's not all Probably right. Probably not. And I'm gonna hit, hit, hit my bruise on my neck for when he choked me. But I wouldn't I choke you. Void prison. You yeah, he tried to intimidate me. Did he still have a bruise? Yeah, you're strong as fuck, dog. It's also Thanks. not been that long. Yeah, it's been what a week, maybe. It's been like three days. No, it's no, been, no, three days. It's been a, it's been a ten day. Oh, note about this universe. Generally, instead of having the week, they say a ten day or one day, two day, and a ten day is typically to their Sunday. Most people rest on ten day. All right. Well, let's go find Chuck. I guess. You guys proceed out of the cabin up to the top deck. Uh, you guys see that uh, that the manticores are all hiled in a cuddle puddle. Underneath the cuddle is just a, right out there in the corner by Geared, snuggled into his manticore fur is Chuck, who's just snoring away like a like a like a fucking chainsaw, uh, who's got drool dribbling out of the corner of his mouth. His horns sort of like he just kind of pubs it. The snake of Geared's tail is like wrapped around one of his legs. It's kind of cute. Yeah. Do you um, like I? Uh, go for it, man. Oh yes, and I'm gonna wind up and straight football kick him. Like where? Like in the and chest? On his, yeah, on his chest. Yeah, do it. So, just like bam, he's gonna take. I think you're gonna do like a. a you, you don't have to hit. You can do like a D4 I'm, damage to Chuck. I'm, I'm very weak. Like, it's can like, I? Uh, athletics reflect to no, the kick it's not it's you he I mean, hits, you can act, am, you're, you're on the ground I am running. you're prone yeah so you run I'm, back I'm, guys yeah it's, it's like charlie brown run like i don't run yeah. like 20 feet back chuck you're startled awake and uh from a kick to the chest and you're you're on and garrett's back and you see uh ash like running away from you do you get up or what do you do i'll be like ow my fucking leg ow I use the mimic thing to do like a, uh, I guess a claw and rope thing where I can try and like get over here. You're gonna turn the mimic into a lasso. Yes. Cool. You're able to try to lasso him. All right. How do I how do I lasso him? That's a great question. Lasso D and D. Lasso rules for D and D. This is great. Uh, exotic ranged weapon. Oh man. Exotic range weapon. <laughs> a larger or smaller target hit by a lasso is grappled until it is free. A lasso has no effect on target. 
Uh, I'm going to suggest that it's probably special in range, so I'm going to suggest like you're going to use your dex score to try to hit him. Alright, dex. Straight dex or like a dex saving? Not that it matters. No, it's not dex. You're going to roll an attack with a dex weapon, so it'd be like if you had like a like a thing. You don't actually uh-huh. have any weapons, so let me see. Dagger. Let me just add a dagger to your inventory to figure it out, because that's easy. Add. Sweet. Equipment. Dagger. Yeah, so it'd be, yeah, it'd be, why is it a plus eight? Oh, that's because it'd be strength. Yeah, it'd be zero. Uh, yeah, for a plus range, sorry, it has to be a bow, so you wouldn't actually, dagger's not actually going to work. Uh, so yeah, it would be just a, a you're going to just roll a d20 plus zero, I guess. So just a straight d20? Yep. No, uh, wait, am I wrong? What, what's a bow? Yeah, sorry, it'd be a short bow, it would be similar sorry dudes i my brain just farted it's, on me it's cool like i don't know sorry sometimes like there's like too much shit to keep track of i'm sorry uh, short bow it'd be plus three for 1 you 1d6 yeah it'd be plus three for you to do this so go ahead and roll plus three d20 That's plus good. three to hit him d20 plus three i hope i do uh i'm gonna eat it's a lot of dirt it's me 22 <laughs> god damn it no, that's a dagger. No, oh, it's uh. You just said a. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, three. yeah, yeah, yeah. He got it. Twenty-two. Yeah, you hit him, and he's grappled by the lasso. <laughs> you gonna try to reel no, him please. in? <laughs> you, no, find me my pants. Please, I, I, I didn't mean it. Scree told me to do it. And I ignore everything you're saying. Like, find me my pants and grab me some water. And whatever medicinals you can find. Well, you gotta let me go of this thing. I, I, I didn't mean it. Alright, I unmagic it so it's not a lasso. It's back on my finger. Oh, yeah. So I'm not gonna do that. I'm impressed that you did manage that. <laughs> to be honest with you. Hells yeah! Yeah, I, I, I do encourage you, if you're going to have a weapon that could be any weapon, to just come up with random shit to make this work. I'll, I'll find a basic weapon of each variety just for reference yeah we'll, we'll do it it'll be good we'll, we'll throw it we'll, we can easily throw it on there we'll make it work uh yeah anyways yeah so i guess ash is running off to go get chuck pants no, he said he's not yeah i'll, I'll run away but i'm not good <laughs> everybody make me a perception roll Twenty-one. Uh, Chuck, you're the only one that notices that the masthead, where the flag would normally be, which is like the dark flag, uh, instead your pants are hung and the flag and it's hoisted in the sails from the top deck. So your pants are literally like just on the crow's nest above it with the flag. I slowly get up and salute my shorts. Nice. Nice. All right. The manticores begin to wake up, and Lord Venom and uh, and uh, with Lord Venom and uh, Zelix come out of the deck as well as Kimberly. Uh, some kobolds come over and bring you guys some breakfast eggs and bacon on little platters, like a little rasher with a little piece of bread with a little rasher of bacon and an egg cooked uh, pretty hard, like a hard-boiled egg, just been sliced and put on there. Each of tossed easy breakfast is tossed to you. Uh, Kimberly has the mimic backpack that apparently she took off Scree in a, in a roll earlier that Scree didn't notice. Uh, she's changed the mimic into a briefcase, so it'll match your tuxedo uh, workaround. 
And she's like, I added rations for you guys. So here you go. I just uh, updated some stuff. Uh, right. There you go, Scree. Sorry to take it off you. I, I, I snatch it and animal handle it to try and open it real quick. Okay, roll animal handling. Yeah, you may manage to open it up. Is all my shit still in there? As far as you can tell, yeah. So my booze is still in there? Yeah, she's added, like, it looks like a bottle of wine as well. Sweet. Thanks, Kimberly. Uh, I, I go and see, like, I look for anything that might cure my headache. Like, in those rations, are there any, like, medicinal herbs or... There's the bacon. It's got some fat on it. You, you go ahead and chalk that down. The, the fat is helping with it a bit. She also gives you, like, a, like a, like a bit of a leaf to chew on. That you can chew on. I chew on it. Zelix tosses you another health potion, as promised. So you guys now have four health potions. Sweet. It's it's in the bag. Yep. I believe all the health potions are in the bag with Scree. I, I give it back to Scree. He's my servant. He's going to have to hold my shit. All right. Excuse me? You're my attendant. I'm sorry. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> Not all the time. Gentlemen, are you prepared to head on out? Uh, maybe I could use some more money. I lost a bit last night. I checked my wallet, dude. Since my pants were up on the mast, do I still have my wallet? No, all your coin is in your pants on the mast. Did I not get my pants? Are you gonna climb it and go get them? Uh, Scree, can you go up there and get my pants? So I'm just like naked in front of everyone right now at this table no, i mean i think you got like a fujoshi like you got like a little like like a like you know like a like a 18th century like knitted underwear oh no didn't we just look this up last time uh what were what was that like male cloth thing that i'm yeah it's like a it's like a it is like there's like a medieval not, underwear not a loincloth uh I swear we discussed this two weeks ago. Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, this is, yeah, exactly, girding your loins, because you wrap it, no, it's not girding your loins, what was it, it was, uh, it's where you wrap the, the pants around so that it fits, this is, this is on Animania, dude, this is something else. Oh. I said we discussed it, I didn't say where. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is flowing together for me, anyways, yeah, uh, Scree's willing to help you out. You're able to climb up there pretty easily and get the, the pants down. Uh, are you willing to help Scree? Yeah, I'm willing. Yeah. Uh, gear, I mean, everyone you, should be willing you, to help. It isn't going to work if he walks into the casino wearing no pants. It's yeah. just a matter of practicality. He's able to strap on his magical studded leather pants and uh, get them all squared away. Uh, I forget which Do I one. have my wallet? Do I have, still have my money? Yeah, you have 75 gold in your wallet. 75 gold in my wallet. And the one silver... And the one silver, yeah. Though I think you gave it to a kobold in the middle of the night, if I'm not mistaken, because you were confused about how drinks worked. All right, then no silver. Uh, yeah. So, uh, wh- guys, name me your one more time. Name me your mana cores. Uh, Geared is obviously Chuck's uh, screen. Geared. Obviously, Scree gets Deb. Ash, you had Carl. Carl. Yeah, poor Carl. Hot Carl. He deserves it. All right. Uh, you guys are getting mounted up on the back of the manticores. Uh, Venom's like, uh, are you gentlemen ready? 
probably use more money going to casino, you know. Okay, whatever. All right, head head north from here. Just try to keep care. In the, sorry, let me get the voice on for uh, him. My bad, guys. Head north directly here. When you can see the city in the distance, as soon as you can see it, pop off the back of the manticores. The manticores will circle around and come back to the carrier. Proceed into the ocean. Chuck, uh, Sir Ash, use your ring of featherfall to do it. Get your cloaks and manta rays on so you can proceed to the to the undercity. You'll be able to see the canals. Go to the gate on the far side. Take the Red River sewer grate all the way to the Radagia, where you'll be able to use the pump system to get up to the fourth level of the building. Any questions? You'll have to hunt around inside to see if you can find the entrance to the vault and figure out a way to get into the vault from there. I hope someone's paying attention. Yes. All right. And he uh, bids you farewell. Are you guys going to take off? What are you going to do? Oh. Get your ass in the air, Carl. Slap. All right. Carl, Deb, and uh, Gear take off over the city, over the dark waters. It is now night's falling again as you guys have slept through the main part of the day. Uh, stars begin to twinkle in the skies like you see sunset in the distance as you glide over the ocean waves below. Uh, it's got a kind of a nice salty air out of around you guys. It is uh, honestly pretty nice out there overall. It seems to be that like... Uh, you know, this is kind of like one of the few opportunities that you guys have had to kind of like sense like kind of this nice rushing air. It's salty. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, uh, it's not great for you, Chuck, because you're a little bit sick on the back of gear because you had a rough night. But uh, oh, sorry, all of this is in Venom's voice. Y'all need to tell me. <laughs> sorry. Because I, I like Venom's voice. I know you like sorry, it. Yeah, I just forgot. I'm so sorry. Uh, I will get a handle. I'm going to get like one of those push to talk things so I can press the button to hold the push to talk. That's what I'm going to do. We're going to fix this. I'm going to fix this. Uh, yeah. So anyways, you're able to proceed on uh, to the to the edge of the coast as night begins to fall. and The stars begin to that as soon as the night in the sky begins to fall, you see in the distance like light over the edge of the horizon of the ocean, just like neon pink light uh, coming off that and as you come over the edge you begin to see keeper city hold on edge to edge of the coastline you see sorry hold on you might my description Great plumes of white smoke and glowing flickering lights paint the sky as you come upon a great massive cyclopean skyscraper dotted city. Edge to edge of the distant shore, you see giant skyscrapers and multi-levels of the city. You see that the bottom level seems to be like some sort of Venetian-style canals that have sunk into that. And almost the entire of the city on the base level is waterways. And then above it, you see that there's great floating structures on pon massive pontoons floating. Above that, you see that there's some sort of presidium-level layer of like multiple walkways interchanging in between each of the individual uh each of the individual skyscrapers creating almost a city floor of some sort of like above water, uh, above water level uh, presidium style structure that you can, that's probably the majority of the city would consider the actual ground level as opposed to where it seems to be more of the slummy Venetian canals beneath. At the next level, you see that above there's each, each of the skyscrapers are floating structures, literally hundreds of uh, ships and flying ships and airships are going about their stems and it seems to be permanent floating structures above it all is like a dome structure with multiple sky massive sky crystals worked in 
into it, gleaming with neon colors as they float in the air. The city is just unbelievable. This is probably the most vertical thing you've ever seen in your entire life, as it's just straight up hundreds of floors, just impossible structures that are just spindly to the extent that you can't imagine that they could possibly bear up to any storm or structure or issue. As you guys approach, you see that the coastline is dotted with massive uh, forked ballistae that seem to be pointed out to sea. Uh, as you approach even further, you see that uh, these flickering lights that are passing between all the cities, that is, uh, is it's just, the city is just bathed in light and activity. Uh, but there seems to be all through, there seems to be some sort of network of like, uh, of like wire-based systems and gondolas that are riding up and down on the wires all over the city. And I got music for this. Sorry that I forgot about it. And you guys proceed on towards this city. What do you guys do? We got to jump off soon, right? up to you how much longer are we going for tonight just out of curiosity way to kill every possible mood yes we're almost done chuck i hate you <laughs> just, so much just out of curiosity because <laughs> we're heading off to this dope ass new city uh we're about to have to free fall okay chuck shh. all right all right what's what's the plan ash uh i said we jump off pretty soon and we should probably clump up together so that the Ring of Featherfall can hit all of us. So yeah, I'm gonna start standing up on my, on Carl, get ready to jump. Uh, I'm not, I, well, I'm waiting on the other two cause I'm not gonna go jump first. All right, I guess I see him getting ready to jump. So I get ready to, grab him since we all have to like circle fall right with his feather ring thing you just have to be close enough so that it hits all of us we're using the minotaurs too though right what do you mean or not the minotaurs the uh, manacores no they're gonna like go away yeah yeah I'm gonna wait for. I'm like nod, <laughs> and then I guess I'll just jump. Yeah, I, I follow suit. Scree, you're quiet. What are you? Just staying on the manicure? No, I'll jump off. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm not gonna assume you're gonna do it. I, you gotta tell me. Uh, so as you guys plot. In your man- cloaks of the manticore, you guys are black against the night sky. Your three specks in an inky ocean of blackness as you descend. The brightness in the distance has drowned out all light on the far side. You descend fast, approaching as wind whistles by you as you descend into just a void of utter blackness of the ocean below. You guys falling, falling, falling. You can barely see the glimmer of the light from the city off the ocean's surface as it approaches Tanner. Featherball, ring. Activating Featherfall, you're able to stop this descent. You guys slowly begin to descend, just very minutely. You slip slowly into the ocean waves as you descend down. 
You guys are now in utter blackness of the ocean. You can see flickering lights in the distance, but you can barely see five feet in front of your face in the utter blackness of the ocean. Is it, uh, is it like obscured or is it dark? It's dark. So it's my dark vision, not work. Oh yeah, your dark vision. Who else dark vision, if I'm not mistaken? It's just you, right? It's just uh, I thought about getting it. God damn it. It's okay. Yeah, you can see Ash. You can see Oh, somebody a, knows where we're going. You can see a gray yeah. coastline in the distance. Alright, so yeah, I'll uh, I'll try to like gather them together so that they can like get at least know where I am, and then I'll start leading us towards the sewer pipe. You notice that you're so much quicker in the water with the cloak of Manticore on. It's essentially like Aquaman, just how you swim. It's almost like you jet around, like you've got fucking water jet propulsion. You just swim over to them. You're going to have to hold their hands physically if you want to lead them around in space, because you can't talk underwater. Okay. Uh, Without talking, I use the ring to do another rope thing so we can, like, kind of just tie ourselves around them and, like, make sure. Yeah, it's easy. You're able to tie the rope and lasso around Ash. And he's able to proceed on guiding you and Scree towards the gutter. As you guys head towards it, though, you hear something, Ash. You hear... You hear just an almost an aqua velvet style voice in the background, a female voice coming to you over the water. It almost disappears into the waves itself, and you recognize it as uh, I think you and uh, Chuck and Scree, you can you can hear the, the words, and it seems to be some sort of guttural, like ocean-like noises uh, that you barely recognize as a language, which don't understand the words. You, Ash, however, do understand it as abyssal, and you hear. I'm like tug on the rope and try to go faster away. Yeah, and it just it comes it comes more distance as you fight. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes more distance as you guys proceed towards the sewer grate. Uh, yeah, you're able to hear the distance. Don't make me sad. Come and play with me. I'll miss you, Ash Fallbright. I miss you. Out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys do recognize the words Ash Fallbright. So whatever this was said his name because it's not in abyssal. Like the the name doesn't change. Like it's the same name. So, so we hear Ash Fallbright. <laughs> kind of more of like Ash Fallbright. So it's a pop song. Great. It's kind of yeah. It's very melodic. I'm gonna try to look around because I have extended dark vision with right. the yeah, shadow yeah. sorcerer. Yeah, you can see a great distances. You see like three marrow swimming around looking for something, like sort of almost like guard duty in the distance. They're more than 200 feet from you. Oh yeah. And you see on the far side, there's like a gate with like a a large like underwater portcullis. And it's as described by by, uh, uh, Zelix and Venom. As you approach it, you see it has like a a tentacle style disease and motif. 
and there seems to be some sort of glyphs scratched on it that you don't recognize. Uh, I'm gonna lead onto the port colors because it seems like our destination, and get the fuck out of this water. Yeah, you can't open the you're not able to open the port colors. You, you can't read the glyphs on it. Are we in? Right, take a look. Uh, you can't see more than five feet in front of his face. Like he's gonna have to lead you to it. I guess we can't talk to each other right now since we're in the You water, cannot, can no. Oh. Well, I, I think I have a spell for this. Uh, I don't, never mind. So yeah, I'll just lead straight, I'll just lead straight to the portcullis. You're able to very vaguely through the light of the surface as he pushes your head within five feet of the room, see that the runes are indeed these can't. I read that. Cool. It says, uh, uh, where is it? Sorry, I'm trying to find where it says. says knock thrice and enter did you hear me that it yeah that's it oh okay uh i knock on the portcullis three times uh the tentacles withdraw harry potter in the chamber of secrets style as it goes around the outside of it and uh, the portcullis rises and you guys are drawn into a gentle current as you guys proceed into the sewers. And uh, that's where we're gonna end this time, as you guys proceed into the Redagio. All right. Well, this has been, oh my God, I need to turn that down just a touch. Yeah, there we go. Now it's just emptiness. (laughs) This has been the Pen and Paper Pod. I've been joined here with Chuck Angus played by Edwin Reyes. Huzzah! Ash Fallback played by Tanner. Uh, howdy. And Scree uh, played by Trevor Flynn. Bye-bye. I've been your host, Jack Newman, your dungeon master for tonight. Thank you for listening. Head on over to the Tuscan Shed Media Network. That's the TuscanShed.com, where you check out all our other podcasts and other production materials, including the Movie Gang podcast, Anime, our anime podcast, and a myriad number of other podcasts. We produce like 12 of them at this point. We, we're old hats at this. So check that out. Uh, we're going to be on every Monday at 7.30 p.m. EST. I'm going to go ahead and start getting these podcasts out more readily onto our uh, podcast feed. So stay tuned for that. We'll have more announcements as that. We're going to be getting more stuff out there. We're also going to be having a prize drawing in a chat soon uh so get involved tell your friends we'd really appreciate that just bring them on there like to get more of a conversation going on the chat thank you so much to everybody that participated tonight we love you very very dearly not just because they're megan but also because we love you very dearly everybody else that participated uh thank you guys so much for listening to the pen and paper pod and one last time uh from everyone here at the tuscan shed media network and by extension the pen and paper pod thank you for listening <laughs>